There's a picture of me, <laughs> yeah, but... two, three years old with it. Yeah, well, that's a toy gun. There's a slight difference. And that's it? why he's not ready to stop a bad guy with a gun now. That's right. It's because he's not, he's not ready. <laughs> you need to be ready. That's right. God in heaven. Well, are these real guns? Yes. Huh? Like real shooting guns with bullets and everything. Two two rifles. Ah. <laughs> ah. Oh, guns. Toy guns. No, real guns. When you say guns for kids, I assume they're fucking toys. Honestly, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're talking about America here. In America, they have real guns for kids. <laughs> There's a story, we were just looking at a story about a five-year-old who shot his sister with it, killed her. It's bound to happen, really, isn't it? Well, you give a kid a gun, it's probably what's going to happen. Probably going to shoot someone. And then there was another story linked to that, which was a four-year-old killed and shot a deputy's wife at a barbecue. I, I can't even <laughs> begin to start about how wrong all this is like, like this is obviously so wrong like, I don't even want to go into it what do you expect us to do not have guns everywhere <laughs> I know tighter gun laws that's just crazy talk what's going on fascist you need looser crazy. gun laws that's what you need yeah more yeah, guns looser. you need to have like you know uh, mini guns that's what you need everyone should have one of those yeah That'd no, that is the better. thing that people say here. The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. That's right. That's Laser rifles, gun. that's what you need. Ugh. Gun, <laughs> right. gun. We need to get going. Yes, you it's ready? Our latest, I think, we've All ever right. started recording. Okay. Let's do this. Go. Come on now. Welcome, yo, to the better Hello. gamers. Good evening, it's time for a Google oh. You want to be my friend? This conversation. Yo, yo. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called BGHub.net. Thank you, good night, much love. It's the better game. Japan! This guy's an idiot. Hello, and welcome to show 173 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yeah, 173! There you go, is that it? Yeah, Juggy Gales! The what? What? Sorry? Hey, what's up there, Juggy Gales? Who's calling? Hey, how do you say there, sugar face? Where's Juggy Gales? God, that sounds like businessman Bob doing a prank call. No, that's the Jerky Boys. Yeah, huh? Them people. So, how is everybody? Hit you with the Hucklebuck? I'm good. It's Sunday. Good. I'm well rested. It's Sunday. It's late. For, well, even later than normal for us, isn't it? For me, it's early right. afternoon. It's lovely. It's a beautiful day out. Yeah, we had nice weather. We had some nice weather today. Yeah, you spent it inside in a roller skating rink. No, 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 because this is it's night time for us, remember? We only went out at 7 o'clock tonight. We've been Gee. out doing other stuff today. Yeah. Went walking and things, you know, getting some fresher. That's right. Who else you know, is here? Because I can tell there's something different, because it's you and me, and then we have a guest, special guest star. We do? We do. Who's that? Who? Who's awesome. that? Here we are. Okay. Oh. 
Is it Chinny? Right. Yay! Special guest star that we have every week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna... like kind of a guest, but I come on every <laughs> week. I'm not an official. I'm not on the payroll. No. 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 Just the way you feel, diva, like the closet. Mm. He's, he's like one of those charity workers, you know. Just doesn't comes and does it because he wants yeah, to. Yeah, like, voluntary. Involuntary, yeah, I like that. Or, or is it is it like you know when you've been arrested and convicted but you don't actually go to jail, you know, like that? Community service. Yeah. Yeah. We have not? to saw off the wheels off shopping trolleys and peel potatoes and all sorts. Yeah. Pick up litter. Also, happy Dia de la Batalla de Puebla. What? It's Cinco de Mayo in the United States, but in Mexico it's called um, El Dia de la Batalla de Puebla. Nice. Commemorate what does that democracy even? during the first years of the American Civil War. Celebration of Mexican heritage and pride. Oh, I was going to ask what the hell that even meant. Have you noticed it's, this on, on... I don't know what you're talking about, but you're boring me. Um, have you noticed this? I have no idea you know, what he's Google, talking about. Google, there's a little microphone yeah. thing, and you can speak into it. Did you know this? Uh, No. So I'm going to press no. it now. Ask me to search for something on Google, and then I'll see if I can do it. Oh, you mean on your iPhone? No, I mean on the no, browser, on Google Chrome. Search. Oh, I don't know. Speak I now. Oh, I can't do it because my mic's not plugged in. Horse penis. Okay, I'll do that. Hold on. Ready? <laughs> horse penis. There you go. Horse penis. Done it. Beware. <laughs> Huge horse penis on YouTube. That's the first thing. What do you mean, beware? That's... Hooray! That's what you meant to say. Yeah, that's what you were searching for and it worked. Yeah. What's the matter with you? All right, I'll do this again. Hold on. Let's do another test. Go on, go on, go on. Stuart Fowler. I've got to be lies. Loads of those coming up. Not, not me. Manufacturer of guns that they sell to kids. Wow. <laughs> what? Why would you do that, Stu? <laughs> Shame on you. It didn't, it, it didn't actually search no. Stuart Fowler. It, uh, it searched Shoot Fowler. <laughs> yeah. Actually, do you know what? I saw a gap in the market. So, you know, like businessman Bob, I was like pounced on it. Sell guns to kids. Oh, yeah. You say that like there's something wrong with it. (laughs) Oh, God. That's why I'm here early, people. How do you say? You will be the the first person to sell guns to kids. Why not sell guns to kids? Because kids shoot each other with them. That's why I know. If they're trained right, that's some lessons. You can play the piano, he'll use it to hit another kid with unless you train him how to play the piano. When we were kids at school, we used to run around pretending to shoot each other with sticks, right? Yeah. And in America... Kids today. They do that. They shoot each other for real. I mean, come on. What's all that about? It's craziness. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hey, whatever it takes to make a buck, I think crack should be legal. Yeah, but you've got to draw a line somewhere. Why? Why you got to draw a line under my profits? Because it's wrong morally. It's wrong. That's why. Oh, it's wrong. Wah, wah. <laughs> well, if it's so wrong, why do people buy it? Because wisdom of the market, my friend. Because people think it's hey, Bob, a god Bob. right. Yeah, that's why. What what money are you making from any recent games? What what's going on? Yeah, what's good? What's going? What's selling? Well, I'm part of this indie bundle thing. And uh, we we have a bunch of crap games nobody buys anymore, and we sell them for five bucks for all of them, and then you get a few bucks. 
I'm helping with that thing. So what do you, when you say helping, what do you do? Yeah, I told them to sell it for five bucks. And they were like, no, we used to sell each game for five bucks. I'm like, no, it's buying your freaking game. Sell them all for five bucks and everybody will come running. And do you get a cut? Yeah, of course I, I get a cut. Of course I get a cut. It, it a was my idea. Is it a generous I'm cut? I'm the one who came up with all of that. Steam, that was me and Gabe was hanging out one time, and I said to him, <laughs> This is way before it had Steam. Me oh, and Gabe. Yeah, we were hanging out. I said, Hey, look at uh, the, the water for our mac and cheese is boiling. Look what's coming off. And he goes, Oh, I'm going to use that to sell games. And I was like, I get a cut. It's my idea. Because it was condensation rising into the oh. air, with bubbling. Do you know a lot about what, what Microsoft are going to be up to on the 21st of May? Yeah, I know everything. Oh, yeah. they, they took some of my ideas. They did? Which one? I can't tell you. I signed a confidentiality agreement. Confidentiality agreement. What about if I paid you to get that information? Well, if you paid me, I'd be all over it. But you'd have to list me as an anonymous source. Okay. But let me know, Let me know, Bob. Right? What everybody wants to know is, will it always be online? This is the I can't say up. nothing about that. Although well, I am buying some uh, stock in internet companies, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Wink, wink. That yeah. definitely sounds like a Bob the Businessman idea, though. It does, well, yeah. it does. It's a synergy. It's the things working together there. It's because awesome. Because if everything's always online, they can't buy used games. That means, you know. Exactly. Oh. You get one code, you plug it. I think Steam works. You get one code, no selling, no trading. I mean, you could trade, but only the stuff you haven't played yet. Play it once, it's off the market. Goodbye, communist game shop. I know, but but what if you've got shares in one of those game shops, though? Okay, sorry, what? If you've got shares in one of those game Shirts? shops, then... Why would know. I have a shirt in a game? <laughs> no, share the, the singer. Oh, yeah, if I could turn time away. I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> if I could turn time away. Yeah, I don't remember. If I could find somehow. I really hope this isn't somebody's first episode. I know. <laughs> all right, I gotta go. I got this big bowl of popcorn. I'm gonna eat. I'm taking off. So long, suckers. Juggy Dales. Uh, who's calling? Hiya, honey. How do you do there? Hello. Who's calling. Hey, how you say there, Barrelass? What's up? <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was fun. Thanks so for listening. Th- if if, if this night. is somebody's first episode, they're going to go, well, yeah. fuck knows why this is so popular. <laughs> Zero. No, 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 no. They'll be going, this is just brilliant. It's genius. That's what they'll be saying. Yeah. yeah. They will. Actually, talking of talking of Duke. Talking of Duke. Oh, talk um, of me. Talking of you. Can I, I, I hope you're, you talk of me? You can. I hope you're on the ball with your sound bites for later in the show tonight. I'm always on the ball. Well, we'll see. We'll be testing you out later to see how on the ball you really are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you any more than that. But you've got to be you on the ball. Pique my interest. Yes, yes. Well, I totally because we're you know. Anyway, that being said, uh, have we introduced everyone? Yep. I think we sort of introduced everyone, didn't we? Remember but yes, as we said earlier, I was think, a guest I star. What's that? What? Remember, I pretended like Chinny was a guest star. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, we did introduce everyone, didn't we? I think we did, anyway. Oh. Anyway, yes. Anyway, uh, yes. games. Latest, yeah, latest we ever started. Different night of the week. God, I'm all at sixes and sevens, man. It's great. I'm all well rested, and tomorrow I don't have to record. But I do have to go to a, 
Um, professional development training thing tomorrow. Oh, oh that's what, what they do just before they're going to fire. Oh, shit, nothing. That's right, yeah, they do. Is that another name for it? Come to this professional development thing and you walk in and you're like crinkling <laughs> on like policy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Like Joe Pesci out of Goodfellas. There you go. <laughs> just chatting marks. Yeah. So, Eric, what we the fuck to is this podcast about? <laughs> I have no idea anymore. You require a three bedroom bisexual house share. There you go, one of them. Anyway, how's the snooker going, Chini? How's the snooker going? Uh, Ronnie's playing well. Is he? What's, it, what's the score now? Because Ooh, I've been out. Know, I don't know. I've been out all day today. Oh. Maybe you should get get have a look. Give us an update. What is, is this it, podcast is about? Snooker. Oh, is it? Shit. Yeah. You're seriously oh. talking about video games? Snooker. Oh, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear something gross? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> right. Well, on two. No. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> of course you do. Did Did I tell you last week I was having trouble with my ears? So I was a bit deaf in one Yeah, exactly. I was deaf in one ear, right? So so I put some drops in, and then I went to the doctors to have it shringed, right? One ear, right? So have you ever had your ear shringed? I have, have yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in the meantime, right, because I could only do one at a time because I didn't want to be deaf in both at the same time. Because as soon as you start putting drops in, you go totally deaf, don't you? Because it, like, mixes with the earwax or whatever. It makes you even totally worse. deaf. Well, I was I was pretty deaf in one ear. Anyway, that being said, right, I noticed on Amazon you could buy a, like a home ear syringe kit. So I was like, I'm gonna get me one of those, yeah. and I don't have to go back for the other one, right? So, so right, I started putting drops in the other ear on Thursday. You see, and then today I gave it a go. It came on Saturday morning, right? And it's this, it's like a syringe, but it's got this weird rubber thing on the end that has like like channels down the side of it, so you can syringe your own ears. So I said to Gay, right, I'm going to go up and give this thing a whirl, get me ears cleared out, right? Ready for the podcast, you see, so I can hear what everyone's saying very clearly. So I got my ear over this thing, right, and I squared it. Yeah, well, whatever. And I started squaring this warm water in my ear, and all this gunge just came out. It was gross. It was, like, really gross. But I can hear again, so that's good, isn't it? Suppose. Or imagine share that lovely story with us. I know. I just imagine then, a slightly deaf stew. That means you'd have to talk fucking louder than you already do. Yeah, whatever. Right. So then I thought, right, because you, you have to do this. I go. I went, Kay, come and look at all the stuff I came out of that I was what? showing Kay. What came you out called of your me. wife over to look at the crap that came out of your ears? What is of wrong course. with you? I know. But it was like I can't I, believe all that stuff was in one ear. It was just unbelievable. Yes. Anyway. Suffice to say, it worked, so I won't have to go to the doctors again to get them done this all now. Right. I can do it myself. That's I know. For all humankind. Like that, I NHS. Know. I thought I'd share, you know. No, I'm saving the NHS money, though, aren't I? By not I thought you were going to say you're money, saving you know. the stuff that came out of your ear. Yeah, oh, no, I didn't save it. I pulled it down. All right, anyway, moving on. Video games. I fucked the sink up, though. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing some video games this week. Hey, what have you been playing? I know, what have I been playing? That is a question. Well, the first thing I've been playing, right, was a recommendation. Because, you know, right, because people know I like playing weird games, people send me weird games to play now. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And I found out some... I found out something else that I didn't know, but I'll come to that in a second. So a lot of crap. Yeah, I've done that. No, not anymore. 
nice and clear now. I can. It's like a new whole new world. I can hear. A whole new world. It's Stuart's ears. But anyway, there's no more crap in there. There's only hair. A whole new world for Stuart Feller to hear. Is that in Aladdin? Uh, I think it might be. Is it? Yeah, it's film. out of. It's definitely out of a Disney film, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's a bit with the with the the ears and stuff. Was that in the? Was that <laughs> could have been. I think it is. I think it is Aladdin, but I could be wrong. Anyway, yes, Fumu, otherwise known as Fraser Moores from the Transatlantic Rants, sent me an email, and he said, yeah. "I think I think you should check out this game. It's a bit weird, but I reckon it might be your kind of thing, right?" And it's called Papers, Please. Oh, I know what this is. And the immigrant thing, right? It's just brilliant. I I love it. I love it, right? It's so so basic. It's just like really basic. But it's so cool. And the soundtrack sounds like this. (gasps) Defense Grid. Yay, Defense Grid. Uh, But yes, so yeah, it's basically like a Russian state, like a communist state. And you're the passport control border guard. Nice. So you're basically stood in this little office, right? And you have a approved or reject stampers, right? And basically you just you're just a worker that works there, and you've got to decide who's allowed to come in and who isn't. So there's this huge queue of people outside, and you just press the like next button. You've got a little shutter so you can shut the light the office up and down. Right. And so in the first day, right, the first day at work, you're only allowed to let people come in if they actually live there already. Right. So you've got to just check that they live there. And if they don't, anyone who doesn't live there, you have to reject. Right. So you can just like send them out. But then the second day, they start adding other stuff in. So they start adding in that you've got to check the photograph. You've got to check that the region they come from is correct for the country that they come from and all this other stuff. And you have this little guidebook that tells you about each country or region and and which towns come under that region. And you've got to check those as well to make sure it's right. You've got to check that the the passport's in date and that out of date. You've got to check that the birth date matches them and and all sorts of crazy stuff. And basically what you do is you click on something you don't think is right. You click, and then if, if it's wrong, you get to interrogate them as well. So it's like a bookkeeping game. So it's like a job. It's a game. It's a job where you have like to let people in into the country. And from uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Stu. There's parts where, you know, if you think, oh, I'll just let everyone through and I'll, I'll get that. But you get paid on how well you do it so if you get it wrong yes but also yeah. you have to manage your kind of family or your house or something you do yeah so you have every to feed time. your kids yeah. and all this it's, it's like a very depressing real life game it is at the end of every day you get your wages and if you've been a bit crap you don't get enough and then you then you owe money to the state and if you owe money to the state they kick you out anyway so you have to always be positive you can't ever sort of not make enough money during the day but I've not got past day two because both times I've tried day two, a suicide bomber comes and blows everybody Holy up. Holy God. I know. So I've not, I've not managed to get past day yeah, two yet. Good, so I don't uh, know. Yeah. But I, I did it. Terrorists in. I know. Well, the first the first time I did day two, I let three people through that I shouldn't have done. So that, that didn't work out very well. And then the bomber came and sort of threw a bomb and got shot and killed the guard who was outside. So that happened. 
Uh, but it, it, it's kind of, in, it's like tense. You get quite tense because you're sort of scrutinising this passport and looking for all the things that might be right and wrong on it. And one, I, di- I didn't even notice that the picture wasn't the same person. I was like, ooh, miss that one. Way to go. I know. Yeah. Just rubbish. But it, it's very basic. It's all sort of pixels. But I don't know. It's just kind of engrossing in a weird sort of way. It's uh, And it, it's in beta at the moment. It's one of the uh, green light ones. Uh, for Steam, so it's sort of been put forward for that. But you can you can download the beta just to play it, you know, and have a go of it. But it's about this. I've heard a lot about this cart life. Have you have you heard about that? No. Sug life. Is it? No, no. There's a game already on Steam called Cart Cart Life, and you you basically have to run a, a magazine stand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a lot like this as well. And you have to sort of. It's all kind of spawned from like game dev stories, isn't it? Really, like it seems yeah. to be. Going down this wine, slippery slope of mundane yeah. stuff. Yeah, and Cart Simulators. Life. People want to be simulating different jobs. Yeah, because in Cart Life, you have to decide whether you walk home or whether you take the bus or whether you take a taxi, and you've got to work out what you can afford. And Whichever one you, you choose, it makes the difference in the choices. But then you might think, oh, I'll. I'll like walk home instead of taking a bus but then you starve to death because it takes you so long to get home and die of hypothermia yeah be careful because sometimes when you walk down certain streets there's like towers and they shoot at you brilliant um so that's papers please and i can if you want to try some of that's completely different is that on the pc yeah it's on the pc but uh, yeah it's free i reckon it'd even it'd run on pretty much anything it's a, it's a fairly basic game. It's, I reckon it would run on pretty much anything. But yeah, the thing I found out that I didn't know is that Windows 7 has got a built-in like for unzipping zip files. You know, like because normally you have to bloody have WinZip or something, don't you, to un, you know, yeah. you know, to do zip files. But no, it just does it. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know Windows 7 just did it. So that was kind of cool. I was like, ah, don't need anything like that anymore. So that was kind of. Cool. Now the next thing I'm going to talk about, I haven't played, but I want to talk about it. Because you can love this. How can you talk about it if you haven't played it? Well, I, I feel like I have, right? Yeah. And the, the reason is because, um, yeah, I've watched 35, the opening, well, I think it might be the opening, it may or may not be, the opening of Beyond Two Souls. Oh, for God's so, sake. So, now, you know, I'm a, I'm a sort of half defender of Heavy Rain because I could sort of see it for its merits and, you know, you know I am. And I, you know, I, I could see the ambition there, right? Now, okay. The thir- right, I watched thirty-five minutes of this game. Yeah, it's still it that it, noise. It's a bad sign. It graphically, it looks great. Animations look great. Voice acting's very good, right? You know, it's fairly solid voice yeah, acting. Yeah, continue. So, I mean, that's at least one thing that's better than Heavy Rain, because some of the voice acting out was pretty ropey, to be fair. But the most, the majority of all the voice acting I've seen in this 35 minutes was pretty good. But I'll tell you what, right? The actual interaction is... Garbage! In the bit, it's just... It was. It was just like, is is that the... Inter- he, he's got to a point, I think, now, David Cage, where he just should make a movie, because... It was it was barely a game. It's barely a game. It was thirty five minutes, and the interactions that you did were just so, just sort of open this door using the special psychic power, cut power to the camera using the special psychic power. 
you know, there was nothing that required any sort of skill or timing or dexterity. There was this weird, like, uh, fight scene where she, she fights all these dudes off single-handedly, and he does this almost Matrix slow-mo thing. But it didn't it didn't show how you were doing that in the game. There was no button prompts or anything on screen. So does she just do it? Or are you just watching that scene? I have no idea. Right. And then, right. It had the worst, right. Spoilers for everyone. Who's oh. even remotely bothered about Uh-oh. this game. Warning, but, warning, warning. Heavy two souls, de- dead souls, heavy. Beyond. Beyond but you put right, you're living on the streets, right? Living so on the streets. Living on the streets, and you, this homeless dude helps you out, you know, to try and get you on your feet again and all that, because he finds you freezing in the snow and all this stuff, right? And then it's like this weird happy clappy homeless people thing, right? Because they're all like, you know, in this sort of abandoned building food, of glorious food, and they all yeah, they all tip up to have a meal together. Like all these all these homeless people together, about six of them in a circle around this sort of, I don't know, lit barrel or whatever, you know, keeping warm and and all eating tuna out of a tin and all this stuff, right? And it was all like a bit, really? And then one of them's pregnant, right? So she goes, oh, let me check your belly. So you do like the special power thing, right, in her belly, right, with a baby. In. And then she goes, oh, yeah, it's, everything's going to be fine, right? Goes to sleep, and then then this woman goes into labor, and you have to deliver the baby in the game. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. But it gets worse, right? right. I'm sure I was David Cage has got a list of things that haven't happened in a video game, and he's just going through them. <laughs> yeah, right. But, right, two things, right? I've, I've obviously been to a childbirth, so I know how it works. I've seen one being born, right? Yeah, baby. I've, I've booked tickets. Yeah, this is the most unrealistic baby being born thing I have ever What's so unrealistic seen. about it? Everything. G- give me, give ev- me a list you know, of like, things. Right, okay. So she she goes into labor, yeah. right? So she's going, no, no, don't take my baby away. Right, because obviously she's homeless, so she thinks they're going to take her baby off, all right? Yeah. So then the dude goes, we need to go and get stuff. So you go and break into a supermarket to get supplies. Right, so you have to break in and she's get all like, while she's in labour. While she's in labour, right? Jesus. But all this take, the, all of this is within five minutes. So uh, from the sort of moment she goes into labour to actually having the having the baby lasts about five minutes game time, right? So you go up and get all this stuff from the the supermarket, right? You come back, right? And he's literally right. You break into the supermarket by, and and it's even that right because she goes, oh. Maybe you can, you know, you need to help me here, Aiden, or whatever he's called, you know, the spirit thing. So he goes through the supermarket doors, right? Because obviously he can, right? Hold on. And then what? Yeah, so it's a spirit because you play two characters. So you play oh, her, right? <laughs> and you play, so you play, I think she's called Jody. So you play her, and then you play this ghost thing called Aiden, right? Which Aiden. you can also, yeah, it's I called Aiden. You got Aiden. I don't know. Well, that's what it's called, right? Aiden. So you go through the supermarket doors, and then she goes, maybe there's a button for the security gate, right? And obviously you turn around, and there's obviously... The security door! Not not only is there a button, but it's flashing red just to make sure you know, right? So you go and do that, right? 
So then, like, the gates come up, and then you have to, like, do the sort of the two lights together thing to blast the doors open, right? So you do that, and then it goes, go in straight away or wait a moment, right? So obviously it's probably, like, hmm, need to wait a moment. So you press X to wait a moment, because obviously that's what happens in the game. And then she goes, we nearly forgot about the security camera. So then you go in and you have to do this. Then the dude goes in the super and within one second, he comes back out with a bag full of stuff. Like it doesn't, it's not like you go in and have to root around to fight. He knew exactly where the baby wipes or whatever he's getting towels or whatever the hell he went in and got within like five seconds of walking through the doors. Right. So he must have shot for baby stuff many times because he knew exactly where it was in that supermarket. So that was, there was a baby bit. section right by the door. Must have been, right? So anyway, so they get so you rush back to obviously the, the woman in labour, go through the door, right? And she's obviously on the floor. So it, so and then the, the guy comes up, Oh waters have broke, you have to hurry. Right. <laughs> so you get back up to this woman on the floor, right, on this thing. And then oh there's a bit of dignity there. She she puts a towel under her because obviously the, the mattress is all wet. And then helps her off with her jeans, right? So there's this woman with no jeans on, right? And and she, right? So this is, and, and I can imagine it in game, right? Because it's gonna be right. So it gives you, you, you get the You're option of place here, Stu. Calm down. I know, I know. Okay. Sorry, I'm pacing. I'm okay. pacing. I'll slow down. So she's sat looking in between her legs at a foo foo, you know, because she's having a baby and stuff. Right, right? a front bum, a front bum, and then it gives you the option to say breathe or push, right? Breathe or push, right? Now, I can imagine when you're playing the game, if you don't pick her, she's just going to be stuck there, suspended, looking for you. Know what I mean? It's like, what? All right. So anyway, she, obviously, they chose the option breathe, so she breathes a bit, and then chose the option push, and straight away can see the baby's head from yeah. one push. That is a quick birth. It's, it's a miracle birth, right? So let. She pulls... This is... It just gets crazy, right? So she pulls out... I, I, I don't think David Cage has ever seen a baby being born, right? <laughs> so she pulls out the baby almost straight away after one push, yeah. right? It was a Holds good push, though, Stu. Right? I've seen a baby when he's born, right? Got all this gunk on it and blood and green gooey stuff. And it's just the weirdest looking thing when a baby's born. It's like blue, isn't it? Yeah, and it's all wet and sticky and stuff, right? Just like babies stuff coming out of your ear again. Yeah, it's like it, it really is like stuff that comes out of your ear, right? They're covered in all sorts of gunk, right? And and the umbilical cord's obviously still attached, so it shows that. So I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Then you get the option to pick up the scissors and cut the umbilical. She doesn't tie it or clamp it or anything. She just cuts it, right? And I'm thinking, well, at least she doesn't right? bite it off. Well, that's I know, yeah. Be if she bit it off. Right now, I've cut an umbilical cord. I've done this, right? Those things, are, those things are tough, right? It's like the grisliest, like it's really hard to cut through. I'm not kidding you, right? She made it look like it was like cutting through a marshmallow. Like it was an opening of a new shopping mar- market or something. Yeah, yeah. I it declare was, it was this like, store snip. open. <laughs> snip, right? So I was like, oh my god. So yeah, it was. Yeah. So she does all that stuff, right? Then goes back to bed. I'll tell you, it's the most eventful night, and it Go- goes back to bed, right? And then wakes up because the whole place is on fire. We're on fire! Seriously on fire, right? And then they have to all escape from it, including the woman and the baby and all the. Uh... Why? Because so, shocking. Sh- so I'll, 
I watched this with a sense of like it, it right, okay. The Walking Dead is like an interactive story, isn't it? But yeah. you're constantly interacting, whether it be moving around, looking for clues, talking to people. You you you're constantly doing stuff, aren't you, to move the story along, whatever it may be. In this, it's like, honestly, in that whole 35 minutes that I watched, you'd be lucky if the actual interaction stuff made up five minutes of it. I bet it didn't even make that. I bet it wasn't even five minutes of the whole thing. And then David Cage has obviously done an interview about it afterwards, and he's saying... It is oh, that's the just- uh, most realistic uh, baby being born. Oh, in oh, fact, oh, oh. in the motion capture... The woman really had a baby. It was that realistic. Yeah, and but it's even like it, it's like I, I only said to God, right? And and I I find it hard to agree with Duke about Heavy Rain because there was parts of it I quite enjoyed and I thought it was clever, right? But I have to agree with Duke. I think David Cage sits there and goes, uh, "What can I do which would make me emotional for the player?" And then he just puts it in, whether it makes any sense or not. It's like, oh, we have a baby with a homeless lady. And then he just puts it in the game. You know, just for the sake of having it there. There's no real point to it. It doesn't go anywhere. It's just like, woman having a baby. Let's do that thing. I don't know. I just, I was just like, I don't know. I mean, I've got to admire the programming skill of those guys, because I'll tell you what, it is one of the best looking things I've seen, but it's, it's barely a game. It's even less interaction than the original heavy rain was. I mean, at least right, you had to faff around pressing buttons in sequences and stuff and had to do actually do stuff. What happens if you just it? say push straight away instead of breathe? Does it look pop out? Like... <laughs> I have no idea. The, Maybe. The, the one... Maybe you just pop straight out, but you, it's fine to try and do stuff like that in a game, but as soon as you start interacting with it, I mean, some people just sit there and just let it perpetually stir at a fanny, won't they? You know? Just <laughs> leave that screen anything. hanging, man. And that's the problem, isn't it? Because it's, it's That would be a game first, like looking at a woman's face, looking at a fanny in a video Forever. game. It is what it is, but I don't know. I, was, I weren't impressed. And, and to be honest, you know, I'm, I, I'll sort of keep an open mind with stuff like this, you know, you know what I do. I know, know you do, mate. I know you do. I do, but I don't know. I was just like, the 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 burly seemed to be any game. Really, burly seemed to be any game. It's no wonder it was at a film thing because it it's like a film CG film with a little bit of button prompting yeah, stuff. And there's some weird prompting. Yeah, there was some weird. I mean, I've got to say, graphically, it does look amazing. You know, hey, the would facial, do if it's a CG film. Uh, yeah, the, the facial models are great, uh, but. Even even like there's stuff like she can interact with, but it's just like a white dot on it. But I don't know how you know you interact with that when you're actually playing the game, you know, because it didn't have like any button sort of symbol on it. It was just like white dots. William Defoe is in this game, right? Yeah, is he the baby? Yeah. Willem Willem Defoe. Yes, yeah, Willem Defoe, isn't it? Will I am Defoe is in this game. Defoe, yeah. Will I am Defoe? Uh, I don't know, but it's, is he um... the baby? <laughs> I didn't see him as the baby. Must he pop me. out and go, hey, Aha! I'm the bad I mean, guy from Speed is... 2. There was a firefight! Maybe there is some context to the baby. But I'm guessing this can't be the beginning of the game because it starts from her being a child, doesn't it? Because you play the 15 years of her life or whatever from her being a child growing up. Spoilers, Stu. Uh, that's how the game works, I believe. So I don't know what point of the game this is, but if the whole game... 
Uh, I would say she's probably about. I mean, she looks probably about 16, 17, I guess. Yeah. Like, well, she plays 15 years of her life. Yeah, but I'm guessing this is some time into the game, and it, or it might not be in the game at all. But it's I DLC know. because she's 16. Like, you have to get the extra years after 15. Maybe. No, I'm only joking. I mean, I'm still, I'm still gonna try and keep an open mind, but I don't know. Oh, you'll play it. Oh, I'll definitely. Oh, you'll play, play it. And, I will. And you'll go. Oh, it's got some good things in it. Oh, it's got some bad things in it. Oh, I don't really oh. care. Look, I always try and keep a balanced view. That's what I do. Too balanced. No, it isn't. I mean, you should always be balanced. Too. Balanced. Anyway, that being said, uh, I have game played a game that, that I did. Couldn't, yeah, game of the year. Is that coming that out this year? Yeah, it's out Beyond this year. Beyond shit sold, or whatever it's called. It is out this year, what, later what, on. When? I think it's tomorrow. Sort of um, September, October time, sometime mm. around there, I think it is. Without looking. Uh, but yeah, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. I've been playing yeah, that I game. I've played that. I've been playing that game. Uh, 8 quid. It's pretty good for 8 quid. Yeah, you can't really I don't know why they call it Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Why not just call it Far Cry Blood Dragon? Uh, well, you know, you've got to get uh, those space on and it's based on the people connect it more than though they did go Far Cry 3. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything to do with Far Cry 3. No, it has nothing to do with Far Cry 3. But to be honest with you, I'm, I'm in two minds about it. Some bits I like, some bits I don't like so much. Um, the tutorial was totally annoying. It was funny, though. It was funny, but it, got to, it was funny too much. It was, it went, it was too it went funny, on, really? No, it went on too long. It just like, I get the joke. It was funny about... Two minutes ago, yeah, it's not funny, no funny once. It's funny ten times. I know. I was just like, I forgot. I'm just pressing A. Do, do, do. And the other thing, right? It starts you in a mission. What I didn't realize, if he goes to a checkpoint, it isn't a save point, and you can't save. So, so I, so I finished it. Like, got a bit through that first mission. I thought, oh, I'll come back to this tomorrow. Like, finished it, and I had to start again from the beginning. I was like, do But. I like the aesthetics, obviously. I like the way it looks. I like the music. I think the music is just like a John Carpenter movie. Yeah. It's, it's just brilliant. They really have done a great job. But then there's some of the dialogue I think is kind of funny and cool, and some of it not so cool. Like, today I was doing a mission where I had to defend this scientist from these robo-sharks and people coming to try and kill him, yeah? Yeah. And... So he talks about violence and then did the whole quote about video game violence, about like talking about, um, you know, the whole thing that there's never been any link between video games and real life violence. And uh, even though there's been many studies and it was all it was almost like word for word, you know, like what someone would report on a news site. It was just weird. It is weird. It is weird. And I was just like, oh, OK, then. But I think I don't know. It's It's almost trying to be too self-aware somehow and some bits of it work and some not but that all being said it's still a great game like to play fun you know a lot of fun to play yeah i agree you know and i like i like the weapons i like what they've done with all the cool all the weapons are all really cool cool. very cool there's no doubt about how it looks yeah and the bow how cool does the bow look i don't think i even used the bow but have you not not. nope but then I also think the bow's a bit weird because it's all like neon. It's got like neon blue lines all down it, right? And then I think if you were sneaking around in the underbrush with a glow-in-the-dark bow, they're bound to see what's all that about. Yeah, maybe. Um, you. Yes. Like, who gives a fuck? 
<laughs> it's, just, it's, just it's not very realistic this Tron it is definitely not very realistic yeah. um, but I like the fact that a lot of stuff's unlocked that I never even managed to unlock in the main game like all the chain takedowns and stuff I was like I never even unlocked those when I was playing the other game yeah, I didn't get that Rumbler. I'm going to take my cores um, so I like that I like the throwing the shuriken after you've sort of killed someone shuriken. that's cool shuriken um yeah, I'm doing some of the side missions, but I, I reckon there's a, there's plenty of game to be adding this. There's, like, so much stuff to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for eight quid, I, I definitely cannot complain. Nope. So, yeah. So, I'm liking that. Um, yeah, next up, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, baby. Right, because I thought Duke is always going about how great May this game is. May the fourth be with you. And it was £2.20 on Steam in a Steam, in a Steam sale for all the Star Wars stuff. So, I thought... I'll pick it up for £2.20 and see what it's all about. It's rubbish. What is that? What, what are you what talking about? about? Why does everyone That's go on I'm about I'm no longer on this call. What, I what mean, are you talking what? about? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why everyone loves this game. It was terrible. All right. Okay, I mean, all, you know, you're coming at it five years later. Yeah, I'll just say yeah, it but, might be a little bit dated now, but it was... And, Stu, by oh, your own no, admission, no, no. you that suck is, at multiplayer games. Multiplayer shooters. That is no defense, right? But you have to admit that's true. So there's two strikes against your experience. Because I'll tell you why that's no defense and no argument, right? I've played Eco. I've played Shadow of the Colossus. I've played... What else have I played from back then? What the hell is it? Yeah, but those games are designed specifically to be atmospheric. This game is designed to be shooting Star Wars. That's it. And it does it beautifully. I don't know. It felt clunky. Okay. I'm not going to argue that it's a little clunky. You know, and like the aiming didn't work great, and they didn't really tell me what I was supposed to be doing, and I was a bit like, I don't know. What you I'm never doing. know what you're doing in a multiplayer shooter when you first jump in. You there's always a learning curve. Well, I didn't even know it was multiplayer only oh, either. God. I was playing against bots. You know, just playing <sighs> so whatever the problem with the bots on easy. Learn what you're doing. Yeah, but it was, they, they weren't even on it, right? But they were rubbish. They kept running into stuff and getting stuck on scenery and things. Here, wait, I have they that. were just they were just oh I know they were just <laughs> terrible I, honestly I'm not gonna I, argue I'll, that the AI is great nobody plays it for the AI I'll probably never play it again because it oh, was I just don't ever play it again. you don't just it was just like it, it just <laughs> awesome and you're wrong for disliking it I I can't help it I just you know we it <laughs> I was just I don't get it I don't get it. Because there's many games that came out around that time which were exceptional games, even back then. Battlefront 2 is an exceptional game. And if you don't believe me, wait till we get emails and Twitters this week. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure I'm going to get fried for this. But look, I can only say what I say, you know, and I didn't get it. Maybe I'll give it another go. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know, but I just, I just don't get it. I don't get the, the nostalgia. Maybe it's like me with, you know... A manic Miner or whatever. Excellent. You know what I mean? Good. Maybe that's what it is. Um, I think, but I last think, I think it might be... Some games hold the date, you know, if they're dated and stuff. Some games stand the test of times. Like, like films, you know, some films can last. Whereas, like, because... you got to agree with this, Duke. Because that game relies so heavily on kind of mechanics rather yes. than... Like um, aesthetics and stuff. Yeah. You could well, you could argue that some of the mechanics are dated. 
Yeah. But even yeah, I was gonna say even the mechanics didn't feel that that sort. That's what of I'm tight. saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, um, you know, we've come a long way this generation uh, of like first person and third person shooters and stuff. So I feel like you know maybe the, you come to it now like in 2013 and go, oh, what is this? Like, this doesn't feel I like other, every other third other person shooter I play now. I think the other problem is obviously I've played Halo as well from and that did that come out before this i would imagine yes i think and that that is a much better game i mean it was a massive different better. game though yeah but it's it's a much better mechanically and everything else you know what i mean I just, just the, the thing better. i loved about about um battlefront was it really felt like using a massive battle yeah it just felt like using this huge battle and you could try different things and it was it was kind of like um, you know, beast mode on Gears of War where you could pick different things to go into, and I, I don't know. I just thought it was. I'm sure you're right. I mean, you know me. I'm not a massive multiplayer person anyway. But I thought it was like a proper Star Wars story type. Oh no, game no, with... no, 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 no. Oh, no, I know better. But it was only two pound twenty, so I'm not overly. Uh, I paid like off forty it. quid for this at the time when it came out. I loved it. Yeah, no, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Loved but, it. You know, it doesn't stand up to something like Halo, though, for me. Well, I, I wouldn't you know. even like compare it to Halo. It doesn't doesn't really no. feel like the same thing. Mm. It's Halo's first I person, guess... and it's like you against the world. Whereas Star Wars Battlefront was more like a battle, and you just you wasn't attached to your character. It was more just like another drone send them in type thing. So. Yeah, no, I get that impression, but I don't know. I didn't. I and two know was it. good because you could turn into Jedi's and yep. send them in and kick some ass. Maybe I need to play more of it, but I was just put off. It might be dated though, Stu. You know what I mean? Like coming it's into dated. it's dated. It's hard to go to any game. I mean, if Halo One, if somebody never played a Halo game, they play Halo One now, they'd probably be frustrated with it. Well, I played Halo One. It's still awesome. That's you go. see it through your own experience. Well, I think the other, I think the other thing is apparently the the PC version was the weakest one as well, so maybe that didn't help. You know, it. I don't know. I just wasn't impressed. I was just like, maybe you hate um, things. Maybe uh, the only other thing I played was Civ Five, but I'll wait till we get to that with Chini because he played Civ Rev, so we'll talk about that together. Yeah. So, so anyway, Duke, what have you been up to? I've been playing a lot of games. <clears throat> I forgot to talk about Left 4 Dead last week. We had our play date, and I didn't even mention it. No, we did talk about it, because you said I came. Oh, did I? I thought that was yeah. when we said we were going to do it. Oh, no, no, no. In case no. I didn't say it enough, and W99, Bongo, and Stu, thank you for coming to our play date. And I don't think I played this last week. But anyway, I want to make fun of Stu, because he missed the witch several times you know, trying to get it with a shotgun. I realized that I forgot to mention that as well. I did, yeah. I was determined to kill her without taking any damage, and I did it on my third attempt. (laughs) You took a lot of damage those other (laughs) I did. I did. On the other two, I got killed big time. Yeah, because I did talk about it, because you you berated me for doing the most friendly fire. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) This week we played Counter-Strike Global Offensive, and David Bear and Peter G73 was there, and Duff Stuff. Peter G only stayed for a little bit. And it was crazy because when you get down to just one of your team is alive and one of the other team is alive, everybody's watching what's going on, right? So it actually turned out to be David versus Peter G. And Peter G hasn't played much. 
So he didn't really know what he was doing. He's like wandering around and they got so mad. They booted him out of the game because he didn't kill David. And I was like, what the hell is that about? Just ridiculous. But at one point I snuck in as the counter terrorist and I snipped the bomb wire and I saved the game. So I won most valuable player for one round. Yay. It was the happiest day of my life. I played some more unmechanical. That game oh, had some bad level design. You think so? Yeah, just because it's not obvious where you're supposed to go sometimes. Like, I had to go to a walkthrough to figure out which tunnel I was supposed to go down next. Uh, were you doing the bit with a heart? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I, I agreed. Some of that, I, I was doing that while Millie was doing the dance exam, so I couldn't get on the internet because I, I think otherwise I'd have been having a look, but I managed to just kind of figure it out after about an hour. And I mean, it's not hideous but it's because they're being so sublime like there's no hud it's all it's very artsy which is fine in general but once in a while you're just like what do i do and unless you want to like wander around the whole world that you've seen so far there is you just bumbling around and it's it's that's down to bad design which isn't a big deal, but it does. It makes me not want to go back to it as quickly. So whatever. Have you got Have you got to the bit where you have to match all the colors yet? That was That was tough going. But see, I don't yeah, like, it's like some of the puzzles are like okay, it's a little tricky. I don't know. I you know I can't figure out exactly what to do. But for instance, there was one puzzle where you have to reflect these laser beams, right? Oh, that and was kind of cool. I like I like those in general, but there was one where you had to hold one of the mirrors and levitate at the spot. And I didn't realize that you just had to get it to fill up the little indicator and then you could let it go. I thought yeah. it had to be there and always be like in portal. If you, if the things if the laser's not hitting that indicator, then it's it, the door closes. So I thought that was going to happen with this game. And so I had to look on a walkthrough and I was like, Oh, because I, because here's the thing, and you can see, people if you go to my Steam screenshots, you can see a picture of this. I thought because I had it piled up, I had the blocks and everything piled up to the point where it was almost high enough, and I was like, what am I supposed to do? So then I realized you could get those cubes to stand on their corners if you're very very careful. So I spent like oh 20 God. minutes. I know I spent 20 minutes getting the cues balanced just right and it still wasn't high enough i'm like okay well obviously i'm doing something wrong but that should have yeah. been an alternative way to do it because that took me a long time and i was quite proud of myself when i finally did it i don't think any game would expect you to balance cubes on the corner well, you can do it honest. is the thing and i figured okay if you can do it that must have something to do with it but it wasn't oh, no, it whatever wasn't. it's not a big deal but it's just uh, whatever um so i got that indie bundle last week oh yeah it came with several games which i've played now i haven't i haven't played the uh, back to the future game yet because i want to have some time to i might just play that in the summer because i like to have it was great to play walking dead when i had a big block of time you know go right through it so anyway but it also came with a game called cargo commander which is okay it's basically a 2d game and it's a platformer but it's also to do with like rotating things. So you're rotating the world around you, basically, which is kind of cool because you're in space and you have a drill where you can drill through walls. So you kind of like when you think you're stuck outside in space, 
you suddenly remember, oh, wait, I can drill through this wall and get back inside. And uh, it's kind of cool. It's I kept it in my Steam library. I don't expect I'll play it much, but it's very small. So, yeah, it was a cute little game. Uh, okay. Dungeon Hearts is not a cute little game, however. That game's annoying because... See, I thought that might be one of the better ones. It looked quite good. I haven't played any of them good. yet. And, I mean, it's designed well, but the problem is this. Look, because it's a puzzle game. It's basically Bejeweled, but it's it's a combat version of Bejeweled, and instead of just swapping jewels back and forth, you have to drag the circles around in order to make three in a row, which is not that big a deal, but it's constantly moving right to left. And that's where it gets annoying, because it's hard to drag things around when they're moving and then click on them to make them into attack icons and then click the attack icon. So it would be one thing if it was just drag the three things together and then bam, you attack, but it's not, you got to basically click things three times. And sometimes when you get the attack icon, you need to drag the attack icon up or down or left or right. So it becomes this, it's a decent concept, but they've made it too complicated for its own good. And as a result, I deleted it. I'm not going to play it ever again, probably. Is that on? I wonder if that's on the iPad because that sounds like a game that would be ideal for that, where you can touch things really quickly, you know, to sort of do that. But I just found that. I mean, again, neat concept. I probably would have played it more if they hadn't had it moving all the time. But the movement just really irritated me, and I eventually I realized, like, you know what? I'm not having fun right now. I'm done. But I did have fun, and I continue to have fun with PID. Oh, yeah, that's, that is quite a good game. What's and Pid I will again? try to sell this to Chinny by saying it like this. All right. Uh, the Hello art Wars. style is sort of like a pastel version of Limbo. Okay. It's a 2D kind of platformer. You're crawling around, moving up and down and stuff. Um, there's no monsters, but you are avoiding spikes and things. Okay. Uh, and then the, the twist is that you have these crystals you can throw, and the crystals basically serve as the same function as the tractor beams and portal. So you throw one on the ground, it shoots up, you can then levitate yourself upward, and then there's like a 45-degree wall, you know, cur- you know, wall diagonal, and you throw right. one on that, and then it pushes you away from that wall. So it's you're, you're, you're maneuvering around by using these crystals in a 2D system with the tractor beams. It's pretty funky. I'm having a good time with it. Yeah, I must admit, I played the demo, and that was the main reason I bought the the indie bundle because of this game being in it. Yeah, because I wanted to actually play the full game. So yeah, Pid's pretty good. I like Pid. Yeah. it's worth a try. I they have a demo on Steam, right? Uh, they yes, they do on the Xbox, isn't there? Yeah, there's one on the Xbox. So give, By the way, Dun- Dungeon like it? Dungeon Hearts is available for the iPad. I've just had a look. Oh snap! So yeah, and it's got a four out of five stars, so it maybe works better on there. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe people are less picky than I am. Uh-huh. I admit no, my I experience isn't the end-all and be-all of all things, unlike some people. Uh, but yeah, PID, PID looks great as well, doesn't it? It's got a nice it aesthetic to it. It does have a nice aesthetic, and the menus look good. And it's it the whole they, They're really consistent with their design style, with the black or the dark blue background with the pink lettering. It's very distinctive. The only, the only thing I disliked about the demo when I played it was falling off a platform and having to go all the way back up again because yeah. quite often you fall off the edge of the bloody level. It's true, it's kind of annoying. Off. But on the other hand, I think they did a good job of having the checkpoints pretty consistent. So Yeah, no, it is good. And besides, after playing Super Meat Boy, that's not a big <laughs> deal for PID. <laughs> no, but I bet you'll be an expert at PID. <laughs> exactly. uh, 
been playing some more defense grid and you know the honeymoon's kind of over because i've Uh-oh. reached these levels where i mean it's not over i'm playing it right now <laughs> the honeymoon's over oh man i love this uh but i've reached some levels where i cannot keep all of the cores I there's just always can't. a way. Duke. There's always obviously there's a way, but apparently I have to go so far back that it's just not. I'm you know maybe someday again I, I will someday again try it, but I've I feel started, like I've there's playing, some. Oh. I, I've started playing defense good again, yeah. and there's an achievement that I never got, and I kind of wanted to try. And it was like to get all gold medals on every campaign mission. See, but that's the annoying thing is because not only do you have to keep every core, but your score has to be a certain level for the yeah. gold. Yeah, and the way you get your score like, is... Oh, yeah, break! The way you get your score is like um, making sure that you build as least towers as you can. Right. And upgrade as least as you can as well. So you've got to be... I got enough trouble trying to keep all the cores, man. So... But, like, the thing is, I, I was struggling on this one. I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a look online. How, how do they do it online? And just by watching one of them totally yeah. changes how I play all of mm, them now. That's interesting. You know, because I was Except like... Because I'd like to watch that video. I, I just remember thinking, oh, bloody hell, like, I never do that. And they made it so easy as well. They did, like, one map with five yeah. towers. Wow. And it was done. So, yeah, it's great. Shit. So, I mean, it's it's still a great game, but I feel like that's the thing is I feel like there's some combination of things that I just don't know how to do. And as a result, I'm just floundering. And, you know, that thing where you've got it all set up and then one of those really fast, very tough things goes barreling through. And I'm just like, no, it's going to get away. No, go back to the last checkpoint. And it's whatever. I mean, it's fun. But again, this is why I often have trouble with tower defenses because... You do one thing wrong along the way, and then, up, oh, you're done. I am. Bam. Oh, whatever. But when you get it right, it's very satisfying. You're like, ah, slaughter those suckers. I just think, ultimately, you know what? I think I think that Defense Grid, I need to play it some more, because I think I will get better with it, obviously, when I play it some more. But I think I like Tower Defense when there aren't so many goddamn options. Yeah. I like when there's like three or four kinds of towers, and then yeah. I can upgrade them. But with this, it's like, do I put a Tesla down? Do I put a cannon? Do I put a meteor, temporal? It's just, ah, I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the one map, there's another campaign thing as well called Borderlands. Yeah, I have um, that. And I think it, I think it comes with the game. And Borderlands are like really hard ones where there's like just tons of options. Mm. And I had a look on how the person did that, and the first thing she says. Is, oh well, obviously you wanted this, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" Like, of course, like why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Oh, you know, um, because the See, way I always do it, I don't feel like I know the different types well enough. Because right now I'm just thinking like, "Well, Tesla's, you know, the one at the bottom. I better use that everywhere." But no, it's not I'd say Tesla. I hardly use the Teslas. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, a really good tower to use, which I never use. This is a tip. Yeah. From me is the command tower. I don't think I have access to that yet. So what the command tower does is, whatever you kill within its radius, yeah, you get like more resources for, i.e. Mm-hmm. more money. And if you put that in the right place, you can be a very, very wealthy, wealthy um, tower defense builder person. Person. So yeah, you you put that in the right place, and you, you you're okay. 
And um, another thing I've noticed amongst these kind of defense grid experts is they don't use lasers as much as I thought they would. Mm. It's usually guns and flamethrowers. See, I like using the guns most of all, but then I think, oh, I should be using the fancier stuff. But maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should trust my gun. No. no, use your guns and upgrade use your guns them. Guns and upgrade them because it's about as expensive to upgrade a gun as it is to use a laser. Yeah, it's upgrade yeah. a gun. It's like two two hundred to to get it to yellow and then four hundred yeah. to get it to red. Yeah, um, yeah, do that. But like, yeah, when you get them to red and then get a flamethrower next to them, like the flame, like it's like a key combination. Mm. So see, and I like temporal because it seems like that just makes sense. But maybe I'm being stupid. No, the temporal is wicked as well. Like, a lot of people use that. Okay, well, good. Then I'm going to trust my gut more and go with the guns and the temporal then. Go with it. See, guns always work. We were discussing this at the beginning of the show. Make Hello Kitty designs on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. And then the only other thing I play was Civ Rev, but we'll talk about that when Chinny gets to it. So that's me done. All right, Chinny, over to you then. What the hell have you been up to? Right, well, I'll confess about Civ Rev. It's not because I haven't played it. It's just because uh, yeah. I've ordered it, it's not come. Ah, that's all. But there, no, there is a demo. There is a demo. I've played that. I wanted to play the game, the full game. <laughs> oh, okay. You were just going for it. Yeah, I bought the game. I thought that's what we were supposed to do. Well, only if you really like it. You don't have to buy it. Yeah, I'm making effort. Like- require for the person it's not a requirement that because obviously part of it might be you might play the demo and go actually it's not for me yeah i'm always going to choose games that have a demo yeah well anyway <laughs> I, i've ordered it all right okay I well you we were supposed this... to buy it i didn't know um no i mean yeah no, you know you can i mean i've got he halo says this now, listeners but when we're off the call Stu says if you don't fucking buy that game, i do not you're say banned that from the podcast you're never going to be on it ever again no um Anyway, I ordered it. It's just not. It's just... I think I think you'll like it though. I think it'll be your thing. Yeah, it's not arrived yet. So sorry, Duke, but I, it, it's only twice. Oh no. Um. So what else have you been playing then, apart from not that? No, I have been playing a. a I wouldn't say a similar game. I'd say a game like a strategy game. Hang on, I got lots of things on my desk. All right, let me move this over there. Move that over there. I'll just. Wait a minute. I got. <laughs> When you finish moving house, can you? No, no, no. What, what, what it is? All right. While while you've been on, while you've been talking, I've bought some yeah. yo-yos for the twins. Oh, right, I'm okay. merely testing. Did the Sandlands have yo-yos? No, they didn't have any yo-yos. I'm merely testing if they work right now. I'm just testing them, um, and they definitely work. Let's be, they'd be like this. Mom, he's hit me in the head with a yo-yo. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just so I've got all this yo-yo kind of packaging on my desk, and I tell you what, I miss yo-yos. Uh, right. Anyway, I'm using them now. Um, did, did you used to be able to do yo-yo and stuff? Can you do all the tricks? I can and do like the the one that everybody can do, like the cradle one. All right, yeah. I, I can't can do walk the dog, and I can. That's about it. Anyway, I get you right. walking the dog with a yo-yo. Um, I played a game called Omerta City of Gangsters. Oh yes, that's that game. I played the demo for that game. Um, no, I was willing to give this a chance because you know I, I, I kind of I thought this could be a guilty pleasure game, you know. And it starts off and you have to build your character and it builds it with questions. So it's like you grew up in a rough neighborhood, blah 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 blah. Anyway, that was the best bit of it. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so I gave this game a fair shake. I played it for four hours, which is fair, I think. Yeah, in four hours you should know whether whether this game is good or not. I wouldn't have played it for four hours, but that's um, 
So, I mean, where do I start? Really, it's it's just boring. Yes. Like that. That that's it. Like, you know, it's it's is it bad? Is it terrible? 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 No. Like I wouldn't say it's like the worst game I've ever played. And the, I think the most frustrating thing about it is like there's the scene. There's a good game in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Because you've got uh, for people that don't know what it is, you 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 come from Italy and you, you move to New York. You know, it's a typical kind of uh, mafia setting story, and you come over and um, everything's just you know like the, the way it always is in these things. You you, you have to build up a bit of a um, a business, like you have to kind of raid uh, breweries and uh, have your own breweries, and you kind of deal with liquor, beer. And firearms. And I did it! Sorry, what? I beat that level I was trying to beat, and I kept all the cores. Just like you said, well the guns! You're right, Chinny, I love you, you're my best friend. No worries. Oh um, so, you know, you, you build up this thing, and you have to kind of raid things, and you hire people, and then you go into certain missions where it's turn-based combat. Right, and I'm very glad that I haven't played XCOM yet because I I feel like if I had played XCOM yet, this would have been unplayable. <laughs> but it, I mean, it is pe- fairly poor. Like, you yeah, I actually didn't mind the combat. I just thought that it was too hard. I, I didn't think it was too hard. I just think it was just like I don't know what's going on. Like, it's too confusing. Um, and there's a point in the game which is really strange. Like, there's a point where it gives you kind of like a main task to do, like um, find this character or earn this amount much much amount. Of money, and there's a bit where it says earn four thousand dollars of dirty money because you've got two types of money you've got dirty money and clean money, and clean money is meant to be the hardest one to get. But anyway, I had like a pharmacy that was giving me clean money, but I couldn't earn dirty money, like I couldn't earn four grand of dirty money, but I had 11 grand of clean money because you had set it up to launder your money right away, and I was just like. I don't get it. But anyway, I, I, it was just confusing. It took me ages and ages and ages to get four grand's worth of money. But it didn't help me along the way. It didn't really tell me what I was doing. It didn't tell me kind of anything, really. It just just told me to do it, and I just didn't know how to do it. I didn't know whether what raiding these things was the right thing to do, and I... I think I think the biggest issue I had with it was it felt like a downloadable game that they were trying to charge as a retail game. Yeah, you know, it just didn't feel enough to be a retail game. Yeah, you may be right. It felt very unpolished as well because there's there's yeah. definitely there's a lot of music jumping where you're playing the game and the music would repeat itself. Like the, not I'm not talking like the last minute. I'm talking the last two seconds. Yeah. And you go duh, 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 yeah. duh, 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 it jump like a like a record. You know. I think I think if they had sold this as a you know like ten quid or something you know eight hundred points or whatever even twelve pointed though because it's fairly yeah but at least you you wouldn't have felt as sort of that you were you wouldn't have been expecting as much would you I know true but I still would have been good to be honest like I wouldn't have played it longer than I did I I don't know the the cutscenes were boring like the just in general like the mission was boring. But it's a shame because I felt like there's a good a strategy game set in, you know, yeah, 1940s. Like, concept. Yeah, I, I think it's a good concept, and it's just a shame that it was shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Um, I've also did I talk about Army of Two Three? 
last no. week. You, yeah, you talked about playing with Matt, didn't you? No, Marsh. I play Marsh with him. Uh, Marsh, sorry, yes. You did talk a little. Oh, did you talk about that on the overseas? It all I don't becomes know. a bit I of a blur. I think no, actually... I think it might have been the overseas I connection. I finished it on Tuesday. So, I haven't spoken about I finished the game. We finished right. it in two sittings. I think in, in total, it was about eight hours, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's... There's a bit... Oh, yeah, I know what. What kept on happening is, between missions, you can go and visit the armory, right? You know, we can all yeah. guess what that is. You go and you pimp up your guns or you buy new guns, whatever. Fine. Every time we go into the armory, we come back in the game and we just have heads and no character bodies. <laughs> That's just weird. Awesome. So all it would be was is a head and his head and a gun. And that is it in all the cutscenes... When you're playing a game, moving around, everything. Everything would fu- be function, function as normal, apart from that you didn't have a body. You were just transparent. That was it. It was weird. It's just terrible, though, isn't it, that a game's release that does that? It was weird. But, hey, what can you do? Um, but the, I finished the game. You know, it was fine. Um... It's a third-person co-op. Was it really fine, though? It was a fir- it, was, it was fine because I played it with Marsh. You know, if I played it on my own, like there's no way I would have, I would have been into it to be honest. But what can you do? Um, also, I have started Batman: Arkham City. Ah. I've had this game for like 16 months. Uh, Jeez, that's I've, a long time. Marshy bought it for me, um, not last Christmas, the Christmas before. So wow. it has been a while. I put it in, and I, I, I love it. I think it's cool. You know, it's more Batman. I won't say too much about it because it's quite an old game now. But you know, it's it's more Batman. Great. Uh, I think I like Asylum better though. I I just I I'm with you. I mean, I played a lot of this. I think I wasn't too far away from the end of the campaign to be honest. When I sort of got distracted with something else, so I need to go back and finish that. Mm. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I like the tighter feel of of, of sort of a silent and city. That the fact that it was a bit more focused. Well, and... I, I just think it's it's very confusing to go move around Arkham City. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I think in concept it sounded like a great idea mm-hmm. having this whole city to explore. But I think in principle it just quite doesn't tough, work. It? To, 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 try yeah. to, to go from one place to the other, and I mean it's still more of the same. Um, and there's always that kind of sequelitis thing of it's not the first one, so you you know what to expect, and they have to kind of ramp it up a little bit and change a few things, and yeah, you know, it was it was fine. I like doing. Have you have you been doing the the? I can't even remember who the bloody baddie is, but the one where you have to go and answer the telephones and go where he tells you to go. They were quite cool. I haven't done those yet. No. I've, yeah, they're uh, kind of cool. They're kind of. I've kind of. I've just met. Um, the well, the you know penguins around and uh, I'm I'm a few hours in I'm just trying to think what's happened oh yeah I'm I'm on ice and there's a shark oh yeah that was all right it was a bit laborious that bit though you have to walk on the ice very slowly yeah. so yeah. that's where I am right now um yeah and uh it was okay you know uh but it 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 definitely is a lot of fun. Don't, I, I sound a bit down on it, but I, I think it's great. It's a brilliant game. It's more Batman. It's a, it's you know very high rating, but it's just a little bit more of the same. 
Um, and I wish... I don't know, I liked Asylum because it, it just felt cool that you was in this massive Asylum place. And, yeah, it was... Yeah, it's it's good, though. It's good. And that's it, really. Yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing. Well, let's... Let, more well, defense I'll grid. About, a lot more defense grid this way. I'll talk about my experience with Civilization Five then, shall I? Yeah. Five. So in the end, right, I decided because I have got the whole game, but I've never re- I've never actually used the code, so I haven't actually redeemed it on Steam. Ah. So I thought rather than do that, and we've still, we've got a whole pile of stuff to give away now. I thought if I don't like it, then I'll not use it, and we can put it into the prize fund or whatever. Oh, I see what you did. Give it away. So I downloaded the demo instead. Yes. And it's not my thing, really. Yeah. I just found it... It didn't really... I didn't understand what I was supposed to be doing. Well, that, I, I understand that. Let me ask you a question, Stu. Are there any strategy games you like? Mm, not really. I, I, although I did play the XCOM demo, and I liked that a lot. Yeah, because that's, I understood. that's different, because you're dealing with individual people. And I understood what I was supposed to do. Yeah, for, I, I, there's no doubt. There's a huge learning curve for civilization. Oh, massive, right? And I saw I was playing this thing, right? And I, I just want to kill stuff, right? So I'm like, I'm going to go and attack Julius Caesar because he's over there. So I'm just going to go and attack him. And then he goes, you shouldn't attack unless, you, unless you've got 20 squads or whatever, right? And I'm like, but that takes time. Yeah, everything takes ages. And it's just like, everything's That's got a timer. You have to build up your civilization before you can go. Yeah, but then he goes, you can now introduce a new policy. What do you want to introduce? I'm like, I don't know. What am I meant to introduce here? So I just Talk about researching different technologies. Yeah, then it's like, what do you want to research? I'm like, I don't know. I'll <laughs> just research, I don't know, bronze. See, now here's the thing. Did you, did you play the demo for Civ Revolution? Yes, I played that as well. And that wasn't really your thing. No, I remember taking the piss out of it on the very first show we did. Like I said last week, I didn't, I didn't, I don't so get it. It's a game here's for nerds. Because like, I did say it was a game for nerds. It is a game You're for right. Nerds. There's no doubt about that. But here's what I would say, Stu. I because I played a game. I got I had Civ Rev loaned off me for uh, from Seth McNitt. Boss, 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 wait, wait, wait. And uh, <laughs> that game is exactly what I wanted out of Civilization the first time I ever played it. Because it's so stripped down. You still have to decide what you're going to research, and you still have to build up armies, but there's a lot less stuff to keep track of. And I really yeah. like that. So I wish they had a mode on Civ Five that would take away a lot of the stuff you're supposed to keep track of. Cause I, I made, I made friends with the Egyptian leader, though. So, you know, I made friends with him. Yeah. Nothing wrong. But I had nothing to trade. He goes, do you want to trade? Well, you're just starting like, out. You have nothing to trade. Of course you have nothing to trade. You're just starting. I had nothing to trade. And it's like, you need un- to- Until you've got like 200 years in. You need to build some farms. So I got some workers making farms and stuff on the land. And I built a second city. So I did that. Right? So that was kind of cool, I guess. And then I just got bored and tried to attack Caesar until everyone got killed. <laughs> and again, the other thing that the civilization really hurts you with is... If you don't do the steps along the way that you need to do, when you go to attack or someone starts attacking you and you're not ready, you are done. And there's all you can do is sit there going, ah, I'm getting slaughtered. Yeah. It's so discouraging yeah. sometimes. No, I, I, so I'm glad I didn't redeem the code because someone who enjoys these types of games can have it instead because it certainly isn't my thing. Yeah. I think at all. Anyway, it's my turn this week, so uh, let's do oh, yeah. this week's Play My Game. Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah, bitch! Yeah, bitch! 
I know you're gonna think I'm gonna pick some up weird and shit, right? Yep. That you have to play. That's what you're both thinking, is it? Yep. You both sat there going. Pretty much what I'm bracing myself for, yeah. I'm gonna put my bracing. money down on Japanese as well. I'm gonna put my money down on. There's a chance I've, I'm never gonna play this. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna take you back to 2005. <laughs> Yeah, I was 20 years old. It was great. So this came out the same year as Battlefront 2. But it's so much better. It is so much better. And the game I'm going to recommend that you both play is the original Condemned Criminal Origins. Ooh. But there's no hmm. demo for this. There is a demo for oh. this on Xbox Live. Shoot my face there demo. And there's a PC demo as well if you really want to play it on PC. Oh, snap. Hmm. But the reason I think... Demo? Pardon? Is there a Steam demo? No, no, no. You have to. You can just download it off. Like, there's quite a few available on the internet, sort uh-huh. of on various sites. There's one at GameSpot if you want to download it from there and uh, file front or something like that. There's one on there. So there's, there's some for PC and there's some also... For, there's one for the 360 anyway, so you can download it off there. But the reason, right, I think you should both play this because, right, the first reason is it, apart from Call of Duty 2, which was pretty good as well, this was the best uh, launch game for the 360, in my opinion. So that's one reason I think you should both play it. The second reason, and this is a reason you should play this, Duke, is that this was made by Monolith, who made Fear and Fear 2, uh, and you like Fear 2. I love it. So I reckon... Exactly. Now... There are some things you should know about this game, Duke. Have you ever played it at all? I have not ever played it. Oh, that's that's even better. Uh-huh. Um, and you played the second one, didn't you, Chini? Yeah, because there's a bear chase in it. Yeah, <laughs> but this this is a, a much tighter game for me than the second one was. I thought this was a much better game anyway than the second one. Now, there is some very rudimentary puzzling, so that's kind of cool, you see. That goes back to the, you know, the sleuthing stuff that you like to do in CSI and all that sort of stuff. You have to find fingerprints and follow trails of blood using your light, UV light and things like that. So that's cool. Then you have to send stuff back to the lab. Um, now, this game is all about visceral combat. There are guns in the game, Duke. But the only ammo in the guns is the ammo that's in the gun that you pick up, and you're that is it. There's get no... me to play a game, and your sales pitch is there's no ammo in the guns. There isn't. <laughs> but guns are few and far between in this game. What you're mainly using is pieces of pipe, sledgehammers, pieces of wood. Awesome. Pretty, pretty much anything you can lay your hands on. Now, one of the things that was very cool about this game was it is very scary. I like especially and using has. sledgehammers. They're a lot of fun. They are, but they, they take a lot longer to swing. So, although they do more damage, it takes you a long time to swing them round. Uh, and I think there were axes as well, like fireman's axes you could use as well. They were kind of... In Condemned 2, there were a few guns. Not many, but there were a few. There, was, there were more in Condemned 2 than there was in the original Condemned. In the original one, there's very few guns. Uh, but what made this game so great was the just the, the sense of What's the sense of... Oh, Sorry, God. I had to do it. 
was a sense of unease it gave you because you would see a lot of stuff just out of the corner of your eye and then you were like was that there or was that did i just see someone flip past and the ai in it is pretty good they would come around the back of you they would hide in corners and stuff so you didn't know they were there and it was the first game that made me go fuck that out loud yeah, it it is very Sorry, Yeah, and and the other cool thing about condemned when you're actually fighting, you, if you hit someone in the mouth, you like see the teeth fly out and stuff. Nice. So it was it was fairly detailed. I think for me it was hands down the best launch title for the 360. So uh, that is my slim picking. Yeah, it was, but it's it's still a great game. So that is my recommendation. It's probably quite dated now. I was planning on downloading the demo again just so I could sort of just see so what you I could thought. Test it out yeah. and say, "Oh God, yeah." See what it's like, you know. What is it? Five, six, seven, eight years later. <laughs> eight years later. So, so that is my uh, that is my recommendation. Right. Are you going to give it a go? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. We haven't come across one where just like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure I'll come upon one of those soon, you know, when I do my next, because I know what I'm doing for my next one. All right, so, yeah. yeah. Because we do have the option to say, no, we don't have to give it a go. Oh, yeah, you don't have to do it. Yeah, but I know I'd, I'd, I'd be good to, to play it. I think I might have played it a long, long time. This is when the Xbox first came out, so I can't really remember, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to give this a go. Although I enjoyed the second one. I thought the second one was great. Well, I think the first one's better than the second one. Holy so. Jesus. We'll have to see what you think. And Duke, what about you? you yeah, gonna go I'll give it? it a try. I've I've heard good things about it for a while, so I'm curious. Excellent. Ah, there you go. We got a winner. See, it was neither Japanese nor weird. Yeah, yeah how about that? Stoop realized that he has a responsibility to the shareholders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to ensure that it's something that you actually might be willing to play. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you for that, guys. I was, I'm quite impressed. I'll be interested to see what you both think yeah. next week. So that being said, it's time for some news from the Chini Meister Chini News. Putting news first. Hello. So, Chini news. There's some big news this week. I bet you're like, wow. I bet you've been wetting yourself all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, the news. Yeah. Okay. Um, the big news that everybody's talking about is, of course, Papi O developers' next game will be influenced by bullying. Yes. Yes. Do you know that's really weird, right? Because I saw this and I thought, ah. Because you remember when we talked about Papi, Papi or Papoeo or whatever, however it was pronounced, and I said, well, he can't do it. Every game he can't do it about being sort of abused or anything, can he? And his next game, oh, this one's about bullying. So, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. They peak adult themes for their, for their games. Well... Originally it wasn't, was it? And then they got talking and they'd both been bullied as kids or something, so they were like, Oh, we should do that as a theme for the game. Uh, God, that guy must have had a terrible childhood, wasn't what, he? Being a, like, you oh. know, if he's been molested or something, like we're gonna get like a line of terrible, depressing games here. Like this is gonna be all Well abused by his alcoholic father, bullied, bullied. at school. What's next? God. I know. I feel yeah, so I sorry for that dude. So, the next game is about like dead animals, all the pets that, that have died in his life. Um, 
Yeah, so, you know, that's again, I'm like, I'm going to totally ruin this week's news because I cannot be arsed. Um, right. Come on, you must be arsed about the next thing. Come there, on, this is man. the thing. This is the thing. Right. So there's d- three new GTA 5 trailers come out this week. Uh. Well, they come out, officially, actually, they come out last week. Um, early last week as well. Here's the thing. I haven't watched them. No, no, this I isn't the trailers. No, 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 no. This is this is like hands-on time for well, the, whatever. the sort of uh, time. They've been playing the game. See, the thing is, it's getting to the point where I might want to be on Media Blackout now. Yeah, I was thinking that. I must admit, when I read some of this stuff, I was like, ooh, Genie might not want to know this so stuff. I don't think I want to know. So I, the, yeah. the, there's three new trailers for, for GTA Five. Uh, are based on the three characters. Um, I will watch those, and I tried to watch them, but like the internet wasn't working very well, and it was like the you know the videos wasn't buffering and stuff. So whatever. Um, so I will watch those, but like any more than that, I feel like I just don't want to know. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you some stuff that's completely not story go, go into things that like you think are not spoilerish. Yeah, no, I can tell you quite a few things that aren't spoilerish. Go on then. Um, no. Apparently, the the transition, you know, when you're doing a heist. Yep. Apparently, the transition between the characters is is quite cool the way it does it. So, apparently, when you need to move to the next character to do his bit of the heist, they'll like the other character will say, "Come on, Franklin, hurry up or whatever," you know. So it sort of gives you the prompt to sort of move to that character. So apparently that's kind of cool, and it's really slick in the way that it works. Okay. Um, there's a lot of stuff in the game where you just find stuff. So, like, there's a part of the game where it shows him going scuba diving yeah. to this sort of wreck on the ocean floor to look for something. But it doesn't tell you what you're looking for. You can just literally explore underwater, and apparently it's really teeming with fish and cool stuff to find. Uh, but unlike sort of Tomb Raider or Far Cry 3, where it gives you a little pointer as to where you're going and what you look for, there's none of that. You've basically just got to find it. Okay. So that looks kind of cool. Um, the three characters are completely different to each other. Uh, you know, if you've seen the sort of character demos, that's kind of interesting. So one's like quite a rich guy who's just pissed off with his life Michael. and just needs to do some yeah to do stuff interesting to make story it. right because you know I, yeah. I've got one brother but I used to have two if Franklin was called Pigta that would have been all of our names weird so you're going to call him that uh, yeah so I'm going to so it was P, uh, Peter Mike and Trevor that was Trevor was my other brother so that if, if Franklin wasn't called Franklin called Peter that would have been perfect that would have been like best game ever. Oh well. Well, Fr- Franklin's the psycho dude, isn't he? No, Franklin. No, Trevor's the psycho dude. Oh, Trevor, Franklin's you're right. Trevor's the, the, uh, Michael's the, the businessman Fra- dude. Franklin's the kind of young up and coming uh, new yes. guy to it all. Michael's the kind of down and out, been there, done that. That's right. And Trevor's a Tre- psycho. Trevor's kind of he? like a bit of a loose end, and he just he likes blowing things up. Now they've all got a special power. Do you want to know what they are? Uh, Trevor's explosives, is he? Now, Trevor goes into into some sort of psycho mode type thing where he just kills everybody very quickly, apparently. So he, he just goes into this rage thing, I think. They've all got, like, a special power. Yeah. One of, one of them does a, a sort of um, seem, Max Payne's slowdown thing. Doesn't seem very GTA to me, though. 
It's not very GTA at all. And I'm trying to remember what the what sort of Franklin's is. Uh, so sorry, Trevor's is a, is a sort of crazy dude thing. Yeah. Uh, Michael, I'm, I think, is the, like the bullet time thing. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure. I can't remember now what um, Frank- Franklin's is. I can't remember what his is. So oh, just here we go. Each character's special will be different and unique. To have. Franklin, an adrenaline junkie, has the ability to slow down time. So he's the one. Slow on time while driving Rockstar didn't expand this well, Fairbairn will come in handy. Trevor is the game's crazy-eyed nut job. His has a frenzy mode yeah. where he's able to do double the damage while taking only half in return. And as a bonus, he also has a unique melee attack uh, yet, to be, yet to be revealed. And finally, Michael, the career criminal, oh, turns all Max Payne with his own version of bullet time. So I was right, yeah, Michael's a Max Payne dude. Cool. So there you go. So with Franklin, you can slow down as you're doing driving. So you're, if he's a getaway driver, I guess he can do it. But apparently the, one of the biggest things is that you have to really plan and prepare for each, each heist in the game. That's cool. Yeah, so you've got to do a load of planning before you can actually just go ahead and do it. So but That's what they promised in it's... Assassin's Creed 1, so we'll see. Yeah, but I think, you know, I expect Rockstar more likely to deliver. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's amazing. Of it's, of... I mean, like they're just they're just so good at getting attention, aren't they? GTA, like Rockstar, they're so yeah. good at it, and like everybody's all eyes on Rockstar. Well, I'm a big Rockstar fanboy, aren't I? So I'm just gonna. There's going to be something that's something else cool that I can tell you. It's completely unspoilerish, but apparently there's going to be five times as many pedestrians in GTA Five as there was in, in GTA Four. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. There's more people to run over, I suppose. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of bloody stuff, isn't there? But I mean, it it looks cool. You know, everything looks really cool. Uh, here's something that's cool, right? There's tourist buses that take you to, uh, you know, where all the stars live and stuff. Oh yeah. And you can get on an avatar. So you can sort of sit, sit on the bus. You could have tourist helicopter rides in the city. Yeah. So yeah, but that only lasts about three seconds in it, or three minutes. It wasn't very long, but yeah, I remember doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's that's sort of kind of cool. There's obviously all the TV station stuff going on as as also as always. Uh, I'm just going to try and find something that that's not sort of spoilerish, really. Um, yeah, you've got a cell phone, it's got nine apps on it, it's got a camera, internet, contact, social media, a calendar, an option to go back and replay individual missions, but it leaves three others that it wasn't prepared to talk about. Mm. So I don't know what that means. Um, there's tons of side missions as always, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but these are meant to be a bit more dynamic. So you might be walking along and you'll see like one example is a question mark in the mouth of an alleyway opposite um, where you were. When you go across the road, you can see two paparazzi camped out either side of the alley with long lens cameras waiting for an actress or someone to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when when they do, uh, you've got to stop them from taking sort of the pictures and then sort of drive her home whilst being pursued by the paparazzi on a motorbike. That sounds like kind of like yeah the friends missions of old though. So. Yeah, so that's kind. Of, it sounds kind of cool, but apparently you don't get much of a much of a sort of um, reward for doing it. Um, yeah, so apparently, yeah, when you do the heist, you've got to have the right weapons, the right gear, or, or you'll not pull it off. So you've got to sort of make sure you're fully prepared before you go and do it. That's interesting. Yeah, 
So overall, it's it's. I'm getting. I, I mean, I'm not a massive GTA fan. No, you're not. But the more I read, yeah, the more I see of this, the more I read about, it, the more I'm sort of getting kind of excited. I've got to say. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be very very cool. What about you, Duke? Are you are you in the least bit excited for this? Um, I don't know. I mean, I GTA Four felt very kind of slow and plodding to me, and I, I mean, I look forward to GTA Five. I'll probably play it. But I'm not as excited as Chinny is. Yeah. I am looking forward to them. I mean, I think they were just starting to come to terms with how important story is with GTA 4. And I think it really exploded after that with Red Dead Redemption, Tales from Liberty City and whatnot. So I'm eager to see what they do with the story here. I think they're going to do a good job with the story. I just think that um, I, I'm not holding my breath for an awesome experience the way red dead was, but maybe I'm being cynical. I probably should. Yeah. I think, I think they've become definitely more accessible games, you know, since red dead and yeah. onwards. I mean, like, yeah. you look at the story at GTA four, for example, I mean, they might, they may not have hit every note, but as a story, it's quite a, a an unusual one for a video game, you know, like about the American dream and, yeah, that's it, true. It, it, yeah. You know, it, it, and I, I agree when people say, "Oh, it got a bit boring and the, the pacing was off." I, mean, I, I get that, but as a story, what GTA Four is about is very like different to to anything we play. And mm-hmm. then Red Dead Redemption also had some pacing issues uh, when everybody complained when they got to Mexico that it slowed down a bit. But you know, Red Dead Redemption was just such a leap in. Was. Do you know what I find totally amazing about this game is I look at GTA 4 and I look at this and it's on the same console by the same developers, but isn't it amazing what they've managed to do in that space of time with the same console mm-hmm. and the same stuff? Yeah, It's just unbelievable, just, isn't it, just, the way it looks? You learn tricks, I suppose. Like, I, I remember yeah. listening to an interview of, with um, Casey Hudson, the, the Mass Effect guy, and... Was it Casey Hudson? Yeah, it's Casey Hudson. Isn't it? And he he was talking about how you remember in Mass Effect One where you get loads of frame rate issues and um, texture popping. Remember that? Yep. Well, in two, like it didn't happen, and they said, "Oh, you know, was it a new engine?" And he says, "No, we just learned tricks. We just learned how to use the engine better." And that's probably yeah. what's happening with. Yeah. The- no, I agree. I think that's probably very likely here. Well, I've got some final miscellaneous stuff with no spoilers at all, really. Just sort of, just sort of facts, really, about the game, just to give you some more idea what it's going to be like. Go on. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, so, pay and sprays will now double up as mod shops uh, when you can yeah, give you a people, car. People miss those. That, 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 you know, Saints Row still still has those. So, yeah, people love those. Yeah. Well, in this, they've, they've sort of souped it up a bit so you can give new paint jobs, new wheels, tinted windows, grills, spoilers. Plus, you can upgrade the suspension, engine, brakes. So you can basically just, you know, modify your car to exactly how you want it to be a getaway vehicle or whatever instead of just being a car. Yep. So that's cool. Yeah, you can customize your weapons, laser sights, scopes, silencers, high-capacity magazines, etc., etc. Uh, apparently, this is really relevant during the prepping stage for your heist to make sure that you've got the right weapon for clearing a room or one for stealth, depending on what the type of heist is that you're going to be pulling off. Right. So that's cool. Um, you can customize yourself as well with new haircuts, clothing. You can go and get tattoos between missions. It does, it does sound like they're going down the, the San Andreas route. 
Yeah, and it doesn't stop there. You can pick up hitchhikers, do stunt jumps, flying challenges, uh, take part in yoga. There's a full nine-hole golf course in the game that you can play. Uh, Tennis, bike races, uh, buy property. You can get houses. Oh, really? You can buy businesses. It it really does sound like they're going down the, the San Andreas route with this one again. Yeah. Uh, which will add which, which is fine revenue. to an extent, but tennis? Yeah, yeah tennis. Tennis. nothing. But the basketball was such a gimmick in San Yeah, but it's, but it's completely optional, isn't it? You can nope, go and play nine holes of uh, golf. I don't know. Or not? Uh, you can potentially buy a nightclub. You know, invest in a marina. Okay, so sure. that's it. Um, it's promising to be that they're saying it's three and a half times the size of Red Dead Redemption, wow. a play area five times as big as Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Damn. GTA 4, and Red Dead Redemption combined. Damn. That is gigantic. Um, the largest selection of vehicles it has ever had committed in the series and, and the most amount of weapons. And it's promised that the entire map, rivers, lakes, mountains, military bases, farmland, city, desert and ocean will be open from the start of the yeah, game. Which is another new one as well. Yeah, don't have to unlock anything. It's all unlocked. Uh, there'll be hundreds of activities and side missions available from the start. It talks about in vague terms about customization. It avoided any chatter about property acquisition at all, even though it's rumored. So that's that bit up there speculation, apparently. And yet everything's here plainly. We've got a sniff in our 30-minute demo. We'll have to wait for another day to complete that in-game triathlon. Thick. Uh, but we're showing if even for even for GTA series hell bent on bigger, better, more, this game is unprecedented, borderline insane ambition. But like the hero in one of Michael's Vinewood action movies, Roxanne might just be crazy enough to pull it off. So there you go. It does sound cool, I've got to say. And the more I read, the more excited I'm really getting, to be honest. So there you go. Good stuff, man. Oh, okay, you put your cursor next to stories that you want me to read out. I would never do that. Oh, I didn't know. I don't want it there. No, ignore that. All right. Ah, oh, you want it there. Me. Yeah, I want it there. You want to talk this about this a... story? I didn't even. I didn't even know this had happened. Did you know about the this? suit? The suit. The lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, even... I did. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know that was happening. So, uh, Sega and Gearbox respond to false advertising lawsuit. Uh, the class action lawsuit claiming that Gearbox and Sega used false advertising to promote Aliens Colonial Marines is quote uh, beyond meritless according to one of the defendants. The suit, which was filed in a Californian court earlier this week by law firm someone something or other, claims that the early footage of the aliens climbing marines was misleading. Defendants Sega and Gearbox are dismissive of the claims. Uh, in comments above provided to... to sorry, in comments provided to, to Kotaku, uh, both dismissed the suit as without merit. Uh, quote, Sega cannot comment on specifics of ongoing allegations, but we are confident that the lawsuit is without merit and defend it vigorously, unquote, uh, a Sega spokesman said. Gearbox went further, saying, quote, uh, attempting to ring a class actual lawsuit out of a... Oh, fuck, he says something anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's beyond meritless. We continue to support the game. And we'll defend the rights of entertainers blah, to share blah, their works blah, in progress blah, blah. without fear of frivolous litigation. Blah, blah, blah. But, right, right. If 
it right most times right we see games in early development and they look better when they come out don't they that's what normally happens mm. they don't tend to show a game that looks better than the finished article do they <laughs> well it just goes to show that that was just a fucking a tech demo it, it, it did happen it was with a design to make it but i here's the thing because when back in the day when they did the stuff for the ps3 and then they Kill made it something that desi- yeah whatever it was and then they said make it look like that why didn't they do that with this or maybe they tried yeah exactly they could and they just got, didn't get very I know, you, you're talking about when um the motocross people where they for the ps3 a launch event um they asked this com- that the company that made mo- motocross is it motocross motorstorm motorstorm oh, no. motorstorm yeah and they said oh can you make a kind of a video that that for a game that might be, end up on the PlayStation, and they were writing down the specifics of the, the of the PS3 while they were there, and there was like, oh, and here's what the games are going to look like, and it, they played their trailer. So, yeah, you know, that's just poor communication. Well, to be fair, Motorstorm they did a great job. They did a great that job, but great... the, the other one was Kill Killzone. Killzone. And to be fair, they did pretty yeah, good as well. Yeah, but if you put them side by side, it still wasn't as good. Yeah, no, I don't disagree, but they were close, and, close. That, and I think people people were happy with that because it, they they actually at least aspired to be as good. I think that the 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 difference between that and this is that they showed a game that looked nothing like the finished article. The the biggest thing that pissed me off about it wasn't so yeah. much that they shipped a crap game, but they prevented websites from publishing the reviews till the day of release well a lot of games do that though Stu yeah but doesn't get me mad what gets me mad is they made a shit game well there's that as well I mean there's lots of things you play the game and you go this is awful yeah no I don't disagree it was shit and we never talked about Call of Duty Ghosts no we didn't let's talk about that Call of Duty Ghosts done well, you mean you mean Call of Duty Ghost that's not coming to the Wii U, as far as we know. No, oh, it gives a shit. Uh, along with along with Madden, Madden is not coming to the Wii U what? either. Have you heard about that? What are we gonna do if there's no Madden? I know. I mean, come on, Madden releases on a bloody everything. They'd release that on the DS still if it was available. Uh, you know, release that on freaking everything. Yeah. Anyway, there's the new Call of Duty game. It's the Infinity War, people. It's Infinity it's War. Called, it's called Call of Duty Ghosts. And the kind of tagline in the there's a live action trailer of loads of different tribal yeah, clans and and stuff wearing masks and it's just some people wear masks to protect themselves and some people wear masks to protect everyone else or some cheesy shit. Let me let me let me see if I can get this right right because I've not really read a lot about this. So well, let me guess. Yep. Let me guess right. Is it gonna be? Is the tagline something like? It's going to be different than any other Call of Duty game that's come before, or something of that nature. I don't know. It's something like that. Um, but it's going to, apparently it's, they're going to show it off well, on the, well, was, the Xbox well, I was going to say, it, well, the trailer says further details on the 21st of May. Yeah. Guess what else happens on the 21st of May? Yeah. So, uh, and by association, whatever. Xbox have always been in bed with Call of Duty, and Call of Duty have always been in bed with Xbox. Now... I'm not going to say that that means like great, great things for Xbox, but that does bode well for them if they have Call of Duty in their pocket. 
But I also think that'll guarantee that, you know, everyone's going to be watching it anyway. But, you know, anyone who was like, oh, I'm not that bothered might now be taking a bit of notice. So well, everyone, what that, dogs what that says to me is, like, every time you see a Call of Duty advert or something, it always has Xbox on the end of it. And people just associate, I think, Call of Duty with Xbox, like the kind of average, not like not the people listening to this podcast, but I'm talking about, you know, just Call of Duty players or people that play games or whatever, just... You know, See, that's the point because like most people don't need it to be an exclusive if the branding just says Xbox along with Call of Duty, and if it's a lot cheaper probably to just say okay, put our logo after the X, uh, you know, the commercial. Let me let me let me ask you this though, because obviously there's been a lot of rumor that respawn game is going to be there as well, isn't it? Yep. Well, they'll have to keep them apart, won't they? Well, you, you make it look like they're going to fucking have a fight or something. They might do. Um, <laughs> that would be cool, wouldn't it? Respawn. <laughs> prob- uh, hang on. The, the two people that left Infinity Ward. You bastards. Two people that left stage. Infinity Ward and went on to Respawn. Only one of them is there now. Yeah. Remember no, that? Yeah, that. Also yeah, remember, their nice. beef isn't with Infinity Ward. Their beef was with Activision. Oh yeah, no, I don't disagree. So but they're gonna be there, fine. There'll be Activision execs there in the if Infinity Ward. Are you? I'm can sure. Bet your I'm sure they've already come across them anyway. Probably keeping them apart, won't they? So you going this? You going this? Listen, if, but, if the if the if the money's coming into their bank from Microsoft, they'll fucking be there. Don't you? Oh worry. yeah, no. Sure. I'll be interested. And to see You, what you think about it from Microsoft. If, if they have Infinity Ward's Call of Duty on on their side, if they, you know, after every Call of Duty kind of advert, they've got Xbox, like the Xbox splash screen on it. That's guaranteed sales right there. And then if you've got Respawn, you know, the, the people that are waiting to see what what they're up to on that Microsoft side as well, then you know you're laughing. Well, they've got a double whammy, yeah. haven't they, then? And then they've got, they got Halo in the bag, and they've got another Gears that'll probably come out next year. So they're, they're doing... I think they're, they're good at kind of marketing themselves. I'm not saying they're better than PlayStation or anything, but that they're good at like putting themselves in the right place to get sales. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what other news is there? Yeah, there's there's one that's highlighted. Uh, I, I I don't really want to harp on this harp on this. Too Are you much, going to then? Because I don't. I don't. Go on. Yeah, I think we should. Basically, there's a story in the UK at the moment um, about a boy who is 13 years old, or was at the time, and he basically slashed his friend his friend's throat. Oh. Uh, following an argument regarding Gears of War 3. Um, so they started off as friends and they, they played Gears of War 3 together online uh, and basically they sort of got a bit too competitive and had a big argument about it. And then he basically, his friend was walking home and he was waiting for him in the dark sort of thing, sort of jumped out on him and slashed his throat so badly that his uh, windpipe was exposed and everything. God. Um, so it's pretty pretty nasty, really. Um now, he sort of apparently said to him, don't die, before he just walked off and left him there. Oh. And then afterwards sent him two messages over Xbox Live apologizing and said he didn't mean to do it and all this sort of stuff. A little late for it, so, dude. Yeah, I mean, so unfortunately this has obviously given a lot of fuel to the Daily Mail crowd and stuff, right? Uh, but unfortunately as well, a Scottish policeman has sort of said... Uh, um, that they they need to look again at what they can do to stop this happening. 
you know, with games and stuff. He says, these games are rated 18 and shouldn't be played by children at this young age. He said, but online gaming may be outside their parents' knowledge. So parents just don't understand it. So that's fine then. And I'm just like, what is that Every time about? this comes around, it's always noxious shit. It pisses me off. But they, did, this is it. what's even even more amazing, right, is that the 14-year-old boy who stabbed his friend is also a father. He's actually Whoa, well, a dad. That tells you a lot. Dude's got poor impulse control. He wants to get it on with people. He wants to be supreme and exactly. establish his you know, dominance and blah, blah, whatever. Guy's got horrible yeah. mental problems. He's got horrible mental problems. He's, 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 he, as from what I can gather, it's, it's not a very nice area where he lives in Scotland. It's a, it's a pretty uh, bad area, and it's just like, but I don't know. I just, I just, it just pisses me off, right? And I don't look. Kids of that age should not be playing these games. His parents obviously don't give a crap because he's managed to get a girl pregnant at thirteen or whatever. You know, but. I don't know. It just pisses me off. You need to concentrate now, dude, because we're going to do the sound bite thing. Uh-oh. So you need to be ready. All and right, I was in the game. Are you ready? Yeah, you I'm need ready. To be all ready to go. I'm ready. Okay. So, anyway, this week's mini poll. So <laughs> Who cares? So. What I did was, I took what I thought was some of the best clips out of Duke's... Pe- yeah, that's uh, Duke. right. This is the poll about my sound clips. Yeah, to see which were people's favourite <laughs> <Yeah>. clips. <laughs> so, here we go. Right, I'm going to read these out one at a time. Let's see how on the money you are. So, first one up was Bisexual House Share. You require a three-bedroom bisexual house share in Walthamstow. Is that correct? Excellent, I'm impressed. Uh, the next one was, are you really talking about video games? Seriously talking about video games? How dare you? Excellent. Uh, Chad Warden wipes his ass with $600. Chad Warden wipes his ass with $600. Come on now. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Don't make me break my foot off in your ass. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass. <laughs> Let's see if we can do it. Just give it the first three words, and I'll see if I can get based on that. Well, this one really is. This one's only three words. Uh, can you guess what it is? Uh, nope. Fuss Rodar. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope someone. Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. Excellent. I'm going to play some HD games while I'm rolling my caddy. you play some HD games while I'm rolling my caddy. Balling. Be quiet, Chinny. <laughs> well, let's see. That one, I have to scroll down for Be that. Be quiet, Chinny. This guy's an idiot. This guy's an idiot. Uh, story, story, story time. Story, story, story time. Uh, piece of shit. <laughs> the problem is I have them all out over this website. Piece of shit. I got to scroll up and down and somewhere on the left, somewhere on the right. Uh, Twitter song. <laughs> Hit it! I'm not going to play the whole song. No. Uh, iTunes review intro. Yo, 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 yo. And I want Britain to be about British. I want Britain to be about British. <laughs> what the hell? That's brilliant. So, 
Well done. I've got to say, impressive well stuff. Done, when, I, when I put my mind yeah, to well. it, I can really be on the ball, but sometimes. Yeah, I was. I've got to say, it was. Uh, sure. Damn it! It was impressive stuff. So anyway, so anyway, um, what we should now look at, I guess, is what were the winners. So uh, what were the so yeah so we're gonna go through the top ten. Is it top ten? Top five? Whatever. We'll do top five, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Top five. So in fifth place we have Chad Warden wipes his ass with six hundred dollars. Black. I'll play the one below the one because we heard them all. So I'll play the one below whichever one is. In fourth place we've got piece of shit. Uh, below that is game breaker. This is getting very in, confusing. Yes, it is. In in third place, we've got story, story time. Oh, yeah. That's the clean version right, of that. In second place, we've got Be Quiet, Chinny. Oh, wow. A lot of people want you to be quiet. <laughs> oh. And I'll also play this one because I haven't played it much, but I have it on the soundboard. You mean like stew? I certainly do not mean stew. And then in in first place, are you ready with your drum roll? Yeah, I got the drum roll ready, yeah. What if, the, what if the sound is the drum roll? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Was, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. You require yeah. a... That's the one below it. With 38.1 percent of the vote so there you go so well done. Uh, now we have got some comments so i'll say because people had other favorite ones so i was like well i couldn't do them all you know put them all on there yeah. so this is what people said these are mostly very quick ones uh and the first one was gotta be school Dugru put this gotta be the one with my kids in ah yeah, so that came course. second though that's good uh someone else put in today's hectic lifestyle yeah. uh, making you tense and impatient here wait i'll play that uh, where is it? Oh, yeah, here it is. I got is it. today's hectic lifestyle making you tense and impatient? Shut up and get to the point! It's gotta be G.H. Rocker. He loves that one. Yeah, maybe him. Um, oh, yeah, he says, yeah, I, I, one I sent in, so that's gotta be him, hasn't it? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, next one is, I like one that's missing. The interesting thing about that is... Oh, whatever. Uh, right, Bender is bored. The interesting thing about that is... Yeah, and that was from Step J who said that. And uh, next one, welcome back to the outstanding yet quite scary backbone of Great Britain, uh, which is someone commenting on there. I want Britain to be about British. Yeah. The FIFA playing racist, dull collecting arsewipe. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, too many to pick. I would do them all, but it would be easy just on you guys if I just did five. Also, like Stuart, please stop whining about minor aesthetic details. Um, yeah, this one. Uh, here it is. Stuart, please stop whining about minor aesthetic details. And then someone else put, keep up the sound clip. Someone else put, I would choose the Walking Dead one, but it's not there. God, how could I forget to put that on there? Oh, yeah. What's up with you? Uh, where is it? Yeah, you never know where that one is, do you? And that's a cool. I don't know where that one is. Oh, no, you've lost it. You've not lost it, have you? I couldn't have lost it. Oh, uh, my God. It's a good job I've got it recorded. The heck, where is it? Oh my god, he's lost the best clip ever. Anyway, you carry on looking for that. I'll keep on reading these. I can't out. believe I've lost it. Uh, someone put, my real favourite is a Chad Warden <laughs> sound thing. Oh. So that's a thing, doing an impression of Zelda. <laughs> Come on. 
Yeah, Zelda impression. That was from Fumu. Uh, someone says, love the sound bites. It's one of the best things that makes your show different. Keep up the great work, gents. Oh. Now, interesting. Someone's put that. I've not got to that bit. You've played it too soon. Yeah. Uh, be quiet, Ginny. Uh, but they're giving the opportunity to vote for Stu's. <laughs> Disappoints me more than I can express in mere words. Uh, my daughter recently played me a YouTube video of this and she couldn't understand when I said, that's Duke's soundbite. Oh my God. Lol, she thinks I'm mental. <laughs> uh, the story time one is one of the best parts of the show. Uh, it's a British classic. And bisexual is funny at the most opportune time. Talking about video games reminds me of my wife. Idiot fits into the show often. Britain is earlier in the show days. Shit is fant- is fascinating. Shit is fascinating. <laughs> so there you go. So I think that was a good mini poll this week. That was good, wasn't it? That's good. Yeah, I so we like this. Stuff. I must have not put it on here. Oh my god, you Hang mental on a case. Let's see if I've got it in the directory though. Yeah, just make sure you sort that out. God, I, we can't I, not have that. We'll play it later anyway. We'll play it at the end of the show that for everybody because it's such a cool soundbite. Anyway, that being said, we should read some emails. So let's hope you've got that ready. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoops. Oh, Whoa, that ruled. I seem to have misplaced the Clementine sound clip. Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. I'm going to get fired yeah. for this. I can't believe this. I, mean, I can't believe you've done I've that. I've got it on my Mac. I just have to transfer it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Sorry. Very annoying. Anyway, that all being said, uh, we've got loads of emails, so I'm going to get into these now. So the first one's from Mark Bayliss. Mark Bayliss. Uh, Mark Bayless. And he says this. Hello, Stu, Chinny, and Duke. Hello, Mark Bayless. Mark Bayless. Uh, I have been listening to the podcast for about the last hundred episodes and finally decided to email the show and say hi. Hello, Mark Bayless. Virgin emailer. We like those. Yes. I am a 37-year-old bricklayer from Orange in North Southwestern Australia. I've done some bricklaying. Oh, yeah. We like Yozza Hughes off Boys from the Black stuff. Have you ever seen that? Nope. Yeah. Gives a job. Gives a job. You should watch that. It's good. It's good. Nope. I won't be doing that. Alan, I think it's Alan Bleasdale who wrote that. Yeah. Nope. Anyway. My, well, my cousin anyway. was a bricklayer, and then I did some bricklaying for him. I bet he will write wonky or wall. It was, it was meant to be. It was a wonky wall. Oh, there you go. So... Uh, and I have games since I first got one of those Nintendo game and watch things. You know, I have one oh, of I those. I had one of those as well, Mario one. Yeah, yeah. I had the thingy, the Donkey Kong one, the same as him. Uh, it was Donkey Kong from memory. I also owned a Sega Mega Drive. I thought it was so cool because it took discs, but it was a piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> I have now joined the dark okay, side. I get that. Piece of shit. I have now joined the dark side and built my own kick-ass PC after owning and uh, loving my 360 uh, uh, launch. No well way, as a it's, it's all and my, you can't escape it. And my three and six-year-old uh, boys have a Wii. The pile of shame I am abandoning is massive, including Max Payne 3, <gasps> Batman Arkham City, <gasps> Halo 4, <gasps> and quite a few others. Why are you doing that, Mark? Why do you want me to not like you? Maybe I will find time later. You won't, though. I am, Don't say that, because you am, won't. Maybe means you won't. I am finding Steve. It's, oh, always, it's, like with it's always someone who says, try. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, I'll, are you going to make it to noise? I'll try. No, you're not, are yeah. Yes, I did it! I won this level with all the cores! I rule! This is what I like Duke being on the show. Well, it's like parents when Millie comes and says, can I do something that you're not going to let her do? And you go, well, let me let me think about that for a bit. I'll let you know. Yeah, exactly. That, I, <laughs> as a kid, I hated that phrase. But now that I, you know, I'm an adult, I don't need to use it often. But I'm like, I'll, I'll think about it. Maybe. That always yeah. means no. It always means it no. It does always mean um, Anyway, he says, maybe I'll find time later. I'm finding Steam a bit of a trap with all of the sales and stuff. Uh, yeah, it is. And you're not even on Green Man Gaming and good old games. And what's the other one? Green Light Games? Yeah, Green Man's pretty good. They yeah, have some good deals on A lot there. of stuff on all these things. First world problems, Herchini. Yep. <laughs> was that true? In the short time I have been on Steam, which is about three months, I have amassed about 45 games in my library. That's it? It's the bloody sales, I tell you. I just can't say no to the game at 75% off. Far Cry 3 was my game of last year. I haven't had so much fun in a video game for ages. I've also just finished Tomb Raider, and that too was a great game. At the moment, I'm making my way through Bioshock Infinite and loving it. So I'm holding off from listening to the spoiler cast. Let me just say again, great show. You fellas have a great banter and the shit stirring of Stu is just great. Do you know a few people accuse me of shit stirring? I never think I am, but I must be. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Anyway, here in Australia, we are always stirring up our mates. Also, Chinny, I think we may share a birthday. Mine is third of the night. So what was it? The third... Further the 9th, 1975. I believe yours is further the 9th, 1985. That's correct. It's 10 years old, mate. Exactly. Yeah, I have 10 years on you, mate, but I may be wrong on your birthday. Anyway, look after yourselves. That's correct. 3rd of September, bitch. Also the same day that World War II started, so it's pretty grim. Yeah. Anyway, he's, uh, he's left his ID, so I'm going to read them out. If you leave your IDs, I'll read them out. His Steam ID is Digger3. And his Xbox Live ID is Digger3 also. So there you go. Digger you want to friends him? He's Digger3. Also, the uh, same birthday as Charlie Sheen. There you go. P.S. Stu, I have no problems with Lara's her in Tomb Raider with two times Radeon HD 7970 gigahertz edition in Crossfire. Yeah, I'd do all right. God, that that is a lot of bloody graphics. They are a lot of like me not caring information. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are expensive. They are. So thank you very much for that, Mark. We uh, thanks, we Mark. Three man of show. Shames that you're a PC gamer and no one cares about PCs. But you know, thanks for coming anyway. But yeah. good birthday though. Yeah, great birthday. Good birthday. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's you reading. Jason you know, when Stu doesn't talk, that means he's reading. Yeah, J- yeah, it is true. Jason Gollaher has, has sent us a, a quick one and a long one, so this is a quick one. Uh, his quick one was, Indie Gamer Chick would love Vlados, maybe she'll have her. Uh, hey guys, just a short one. I know you forced Vlados into licking a clean toilet. Repercussions will follow you, I assure you. But I totally understand why you have given up on the Xbox Live Indie Games. Indie Gamer Chick sums it up quite nicely in her review of one of the Avenue's more typical games. Here is her quote from a game review. I won't mention the name because in my translation she is summing up what the Indie Channel turned into. I'll shout out the gems that get lost when the glassy cloud tears clears over. Here she is. Final score, naught out of six. Well, fuck. I guess I really did buy the right Xbox Live Indie Game dating guide because I had a lot to learn. With the knowledge I have now acquired, 
I'm in an even better position now to commit a crime against nature, which I sort of already did when I just paid $1 for this absolutely unfunny, unlikable, useless, sexist piece of shit game that was developed by a douchebag who wouldn't know pussy if it sat on his mouth and quiffed. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Here's to many more of my game bitches. Let's hope no fannies were involved. I'll miss you, Vlados. Jason. Well then... Okie dokie. So I'm guessing the girl who does who does gamer chick, indie chick, or whatever it is, indie gamer chick, is not happy with the way the indie games are going. Because, you know, if that's her thing, you know, luckily it was only a little thing for us, but if that's her main thing, that's yeah. not good, is it? That's so who is this girl that does this thing? Indie, indie gamer chick, apparently, and that was her review of an actual game on Fucking hell. I know. Oh, no. Yeah, but it's not, it's not uh, like... Can't you just move on to something else? Is it that big of a deal? Like, I'm guessing she weren't happy. Well, if she's indie gamer chick, she can still play all the cool indie games on PC. plenty of indie games, yeah. Yeah, she can play all those, but I'm guessing she weren't happy about that one. Anyway, uh, next one's from Peter Marshall. He says, The secret inside Peter Molyneux's curiosity may be connected to the next Xbox? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh-huh. It says, since last November, millions of players have been chipping away at Peter Molyneux's strange experimental cubing curiosity. Have you heard about what they've done, by the way, the wankers? They've added cubes. They've told us. No, 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 no. They've blown it up now, so there's only 50 layers left. Have oh, what the hell? How could they do so? Because they've said, right, they've released in whatever, however long it's been going for now, six months in and I think. I've got it. I'm going to have a look at it, yeah. In the six months it's been going for, they've released half of the amount of cubes, so it's going to take at least another six months to get to the middle if they ever did it, right? So what they've done instead, because it's coming up to... Because he said he only ever wanted it to last six months because people will get bored otherwise, really. Uh, so they've reduced it to just 50 layers left now, so that it's meant to be the deadline might coincide with the launch of the new Xbox, apparently. And he's also been saying that he's going to be there, so Peter Molyneux is going to be at the launch of the new Xbox as well, apparently. Still, so, anyway, I'm looking at it right now. I've got it open right now. It still looks like yep. it's ridiculous amount of layers. Yeah, but apparently there's only 50 left. So I guess the middle is big. Um, yeah, apparently oh, there's a big. Said, hold on, look, the layer underneath the one there, he's got a big 40 on it. So I'm guessing it's down to 40 now. Oh, that must be what they're doing. Every 10 layers, they must be putting a number on. Um, but anyway, players could potentially reach the final layer of the cube the same day the new Xbox is announced, which will be a bizarre twist oh, of fate. crazy. <laughs> so thank you, Peter, for that. Yeah, yeah thank like you. That. That's very oh, interesting like and important. Like anybody fucking gives a shit. You can just see them. They'll be, like, removing layers, won't they, just to make sure it happens. Anyway, uh, next one is from Reese Hayes. I don't, I'm not sure now. I'm going to do that thing again where I go. I don't think this person's emailed in before, but they may have done. I don't think they have, though. Anyway, uh-huh. his, the untitled for this email is Grand Theft Auto Overrated. <gasps> Fucking get off. Don't even read the rest of it. <laughs> so, bye. See ya. Nice to meet you. Bye, 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 bye. Hi, my name's Reese, and you can find me at RWH1HAY on Twitter. Sorry for the plug. You hang around. I'm a guy who will take all your pieces. Come on, Reese. Give me a. Uh, I am in my <laughs> final year of school. And we'll be starting college later this year. Enough about me. Let's get to the matter in hand. He says, some of my friends were talking about the new Grand Theft Auto today today after the recent trailers. 
They seem to believe that it will not only be this year's game of the year, but the best game of all time. Well, okay. To put it into context, many of them don't play a lot of games, besides Call of Duty, FIFA, and GTA, and some haven't even played Bioshock, Portal, or Metal Gear. Yeah, so they're kind of like, just, you know... Typical games. They're not us, are they? They're not the people that are listening to this. They're not those kind of gamers. They're just Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, I'll come across those. Yeah. I suggested, and unpopularly so, that GTA would not be my favourite game of the year, as I still need to get to Bioshock and Rayman Legends, The Last of Us, Beyond Two Souls. We're not too sure about that (sighs) one. Uh, Pikmin 3 and Watch Dogs. You see, Watch Dogs, you know, could be cool. Uh, that are getting released this year also. Is GTA 5 your most anticipated game of this yep. year? And do you believe it deserves the overwhelming praise it receives? Yep. I personally well, believe... For GTA, <laughs> I personally believe GTA 4 was not worthy the 10 out of 10 ratings it was receiving, and it is morally wrong that Portal 2 has a lower Metacritic score. You know, I'm with him there. I can't, I can't disagree with that. Well, you can't that. give 11, 27 out of 10, can you? With... <laughs> <laughs> um, Duke, most anticipated game this year. Anything for you? Um, mm, what's still left to come out? GTA 5. <laughs> uh, the Last of Us. Uh, I know, mate. I know what it is. I'm more no. interested in Last of Us than GTA no, it's Beyond Two Souls, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's gonna be ace. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think mine's probably The Last of Us more so. The Last of Us is up there for me. Yeah. Although Watch Dogs and GTA 5 are looking pretty cool. So I'm liking Watch Dogs, though. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool, right? But Ubisoft cool. have let me down before. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, Ubisoft are great at making games look good. You know? Yeah. No, don't disagree. So I'm not. I'm more looking forward to Splinter Cell than Watch Dogs, to be honest. Yeah. But just because also, Watch Dogs might be a flop, it could be a flop. It could be a flop. Also, what's your favourite game of all time? Mine's the original Kingdom Hearts. Still waiting on Kingdom Hearts 3, Square Enix. Damn you, Final Fantasy Versus 13. So, again, like, I, I, I can't relate to this person. Kingdom Hearts is dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ginny, like, oh, you can't say it's that. In, it's JRPG characters with Disney characters. It's stupid. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to get crucified for Battlefront 2. You're going to get called out for that. Call me out for that. Oh, if you want to defend a dumb game, whatever. So I'm joking, Reeks. I'm sure I mean, we've done this before. So it's a while ago, though. So favourite game of all time, Chinny? Has it changed since we last did it? Um, I mean, it's fucking hell. I don't know. It could be Portal 2 or Red Dead, really. One of those. Yep. Yep, Duke. Um, Super Mario World, sorry. Is it, is it still Eco? Eh, it's a tie. Eco, Mist, Portal. But uh, Portal 2, Red Dead, or Super Mario World? Or Goldeneye? Shit. <laughs> Keep forgetting those. Uh, I don't know whether mine's changed or not, really. I, I, I think it's still got to be original Portal. Portal, yeah. Portal 2. Portal because it was such a cool shock. Well, the, An interesting, the, thing I, brilliant. the reason why I like Portal 2 better than 1 is because usually on a sequel, like, like with Arkham City, you play a sequel and you go, well, you know, I've saw all this before, how much more can they throw at me? Yeah. Where, you know, Portal 1 was such a short game where 
they didn't reveal all their tricks and I, I thought I, when Port 2 came out it's like they can't do it again you know what I mean how can they improve on what's already perfect and they did and I was just so impressed you know so yeah I loved Portal 2 for that reason um, yeah. i tell you what I, I, I was thinking about this today you know like we're talking about best games and all this stuff and best game of the year and is it Reese that just has emailed it yeah Reese is talking about his favourite game of the year and I'm only joking by the way time. I'm only joking like I'm sure Kingdom Hearts is a fine game. I've never really played it. Um, but the the whole Bioshock Infinite stuff. Now, I am. Um, I remember thinking, like, hearing people say this and thinking they were crazy that they thought Tomb Raider was a a better game. I'm kind of going on that side now. Well, guess guess uh, what this week's guess what this week's mini poll is going to be. What's the best game so far? No, 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 no. Duke Socket, uh, Defense Grid. Oh. No. Team Raider or Bioshock? Obviously. That's it. I'd already thought about that. I'm like, well, is yeah, that obvious? That's... What is there something in the news that... Well, the, no, everyone seems to be going on about it lately, you know, which is a better game. So let's find out what everybody it... thinks, which is a better game. Yeah, they're both great, and they're both great for different reasons, but, like, Team Raider is more of a game, whereas Bioshock is more of like a kind of like a story. More than, the game itself isn't anything new or interesting. And I suppose you could argue that Tomb Raider isn't. I don't know. So anyway, I love Tomb Raider. Though. Which whichever one you like, if you go to our Facebook page, there'll be a poll up there when you're listening to this, and uh, go and vote. Go and vote with your fingers, people. Have you played Tomb Raider? Which one you like? Nope. You should play it. I mean, really you see, I've played them both. I'm I'm like you. I'm still not sure which I like the best. Oh, I like well, them both for reasons. Uh, just after I finished Bioshock Infinite, I, I would have gone, oh, Bioshock Infinite's like way better than Tomb Raider. What are you talking about? But the more I think about Bioshock Infinite, it's like, why is it? Why does no one use Vigors apart from Booker? Why yeah, don't but, anyone you know, have what? parachutes? Like, why doesn't have anyone? Right, okay. Let me let me put let me do a counter argument to that. Right, right. Well, why in sort of Tomb Raider, does everybody just hang around waiting for you at various points in the game? Why can't you have your... Why do you just pick up weird abilities like your arrows with ropes on and then have to go back and undo stuff that you couldn't originally get into? I don't, you I know, don't think that holds up as well as... Uh, like. No, probably not. But you know. Because Tomb Raider is more of a game, whereas Barshop, because it's such an immersive story, yeah, when, I you, guess. when you think of, like, why didn't they just have parachutes... You know, that, that kills the whole... You're like, you know what? If I lived with this guy, I'd be like, what am I taking? Uh, food, drink, parachute. Bang. The only... I mean, the biggest difference is the ending for me for Tomb Raider was nowhere near as good no, as Bioshock. I, it was, it, the ending for Tomb Raider was an ending of a video game. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a... Oh, my no. God. Where the carry... Bioshock. The carry- what I liked about Bioshock was... You, fa- you play, you finish here, and then we all talk. And that was great. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's the interesting that's thing about great. what happens with Bioshock is what happens after it. Whereas Tomb Raider, you play it and you, you talk about it and it's great. And that's it. You know? Yeah, the characters, you know, the the sort of the character, the secondary characters in Tomb Raider weren't very good at all. No, but there aren't many characters in Bioshock. No, they're not. But then that doesn't matter in a way, does it? Because then you're only concentrating on the main characters. Well, really. well I liked about Bioshock, it, it, it stirred up a lot of conversation about what. Yeah, the voice acting was better, the script was better. 
Anyway, that being said, look, let's let the community decide. So go to the Facebook page and get your votes in. I'm sure it'll get a lot of votes. Anyway, uh, yeah, so thank you, Reese. Thank you, Reese. Moving on, the next one's from also, Sean. GTA 4 is the best game ever, so shut up. Yeah, not yet. Might be rubbish. Uh, Sean Anderson, he says, that silly Bioshock complaint. VGers, as a Christian, I think the guy who complained about baptism in the new Bioshock game is just silly. Christians who can't separate reality from imagination have always been a bit silly in my book. For instance, the Bible teaches clearly that witchcraft is wrong. But real witchcraft and witchcraft in fiction is not the same thing. Harry Potter shouting Latin phrases and sacrificing children to help the crops grow have nothing in common. He's, he's true, he's right there, isn't he? Yes. I don't know. The same, the same, the same goes for violence in video games. Of course killing is wrong. Outside of self-defense. Uh, and almost maybe, sort of... No, I'm just kidding. And almost all religions and philosophers agree on this yes. point. But the beauty of video games is that you can enter a simpler world where there are plenty of purely evil beings that can be killed with full justification. Yeah, like zombies. In the real world, it's never quite that simple. Nope. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah, thank you, Sean. We absolutely agree with you. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, yeah. Sean. But what was you so offended for, Sean? God, get over it. Oh, get over it. He wasn't really. I'm just joking. Yeah. So the next uh, email is a, is another new emailer to the show. Why is oh. the yeah. Because shocking. <laughs> I had this from uh, someone called Derek Sainz. Hello, Derek. Hello. Welcome to the, the show. Well, and he's, his email is entitled, Show me the games, bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that thing's catching on, isn't it? There you are. He says, hi, guys. Hello, Derek. Hello, Derek. Uh, Hello, bitch. bitch. <laughs> Hello, bitch. Hello, bitches. Uh, I'm now a weekly subscriber to the show on iTunes. I hope and so, I've been because listening. we only come out weekly. So. Yeah, that is true. Since episode 143. So he's a, he's a relatively new listener, too. Shit. Relatively. And Stu and Chinny, Eurogamer 2012 episode. I seem to remember your game of the show was Aliens Colonial Marines. It was. Yeah, it, was. <laughs> that is true. it was. It was. Although, I defended Tomb Raider and said I still thought it was going to be pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I was remember. down on it. I was like... You were? You were. So I, I was the only one that was big enough. It shows up. that Eurogamer is a massive waste of time. It's not that it's a waste <laughs> of time, but you're only shown so many small snippets of yeah. stuff that you sort of, you never really know. Um, but Aliens Colonial Marines but we we played the multiplayer against some guys who and we all played it together and, and it was, was a good laugh very loud and you got a t-shirt oh, I got a t-shirt because I won and I was being all loud and stupid yeah anyway better look at this year's show uh, yeah. thanks for your enthusiasm about Breaking Bad I have just finished a month long marathon of watching series 1 to 4 on DVD yeah. roll on series 5 oh mate oh you can't uh, even say anything because series 5 is uh, just like a... uh, uh. <laughs> August, it's been confirmed, hasn't it, when it's coming yeah. out? And also, there's going to be a Soul spin-off. Yes, that'd be cool. But anyway, I have two things to mention. One, TV video game shows. Why are there no video game review shows on mainstream UK television? Now, Sky didn't Sky try and do there's one always, not so long there's ago. There's always been some that popped up. I remember there was a channel called Bravo yeah. like years ago that did them. And like they just die of death. Like They, they don't do very well. I think the problem is there's so much stuff available on the internet that it's it's almost become a not needed thing anymore. It's like, I mean, Spike TV does all right in America, doesn't it? Yeah, but I, I, I even think even those struggle. I think 
yeah. they're just I don't know I think people who enjoy games are usually internet savvy you know internet friendly so yeah. they don't really require TV like uh, you know that's why podcasts on gaming are so popular because you know it's just it's such a niche thing and I think um, yeah I just think people who know what podcasts are know what gaming is you know they're into gaming and they're into tech and stuff so it's just I don't know it just doesn't translate well on yeah. TV for some reason who'd have thought that talking about games translates better as a bigger audience than showing games and talking about them yeah Anyway, and YouTube he said I was well. ne- there's plenty of YouTube channels that do it. So I was never a great Dominic Diamond fan, but at least Games Master got video games on the telly in the 90s. Yeah. I'm sure an hour-long show once a week isn't too much to ask for, perhaps hosted by a charismatic, good-looking guy who knows his video games. Stu and Chinny, perhaps you know someone who fits the bill? Uh, they need charismatic. Yeah, they do. Uh, what's the situation in the USA, Duke? There's only Spike TV, isn't there, over there, I believe. Not. I mean, I, we don't even have cable, so I don't even know what's on TV. These Dude doesn't even watch TV. Uh, I mean, we do watch a lot of TV. Daily Show, Colbert Report, 30 Rock, Breaking Bad, The Wire. But a lot of it's, like, old TV. So it's all on Netflix or whatever. Hulu. Hulu's. Anyway, anyway, he says, number two, always online console gaming. Stewie's wrong, 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 wrong on this one. Uh, I only have a, I only have an online connection using the internet dongle on my PC. Burns. So I'm unable to access the online functions of either the PS3 or the Xbox 360. If the new Xbox uses an always online in gaming, it will be a PS3, PS4 for me all the way, baby. I will be very interested to see if Microsoft bite the online gaming bullet on May 21st. Cheers, Derek. Uh, Derek Sains. Uh, rhymes with brains, mains, feigns, etc. Yeah. There you go. So thank you very much for that. No, what I said, well, I sort of didn't say I agreed I with it, but what I did say is, no, 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 I didn't say I agreed, but I, I said Microsoft will look at it and go, what percentage What percentage of people are online? Is it going to matter? That's what I said. I'm not saying it's right. But, you know, That's the sound of Stu backing off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Uh, Warning, uh, Stuart is reversing from a previous comment. Warning. Uh that's school Duggar doing it anyway oh, uh, you see what I did there uh, final one not final one actually we've got two more egg timer topic this is from Andrew Gould and he oh, said there's never egg time topic he said, "There's a never-ending storm. You never try to get cover. Un- <laughs> you try to get. You try to get cover under a tree. You're cold, wet, soaked to the bones, in a really very bad mood. Peter Molyneux and David Cage come up to you and make a bunch of promises about things getting better. Discuss <laughs> things. <laughs> what? <laughs> so basically, you're trapped under a tree in a storm with Peter Molyneux and David Cage." Right. And they tell you that they're going to make a bunch of promises about things getting better. Enjoy. <laughs> so, Jude, you're under a tree. <laughs> With Peter Molyneux and David Cage, how would that go then? Um, I would shoot them. <laughs> what, with a, what, with a child's gun in a nice colour of pink? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Oh my god! So that would that would be the end of the conversation. You wouldn't even. I mean, what would you would say you to you? Say like, that? "Hello, Peter. Yeah. Hello, Dave. Yeah. Hello, bang, bang. Peter. You have really hurt the world with your stupid stuff." <laughs> what would you say if you if you really met David Cage in real life? What would you say to Hate him? you. <laughs> we almost met him, Stu. We did. I I asked him a question. Yeah. Which is basically like being his best mate. It is. It is. And. I've spoken to Peter Molyneux as well. Yeah. I've actually spoken to both of these people. Twice. In fact, in fact I spoke to Peter Molyneux twice because I put him on the spot, didn't I, about his stupid cube thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he really yeah. sweated that day under his million... He did, he did sweat that day, man. pounds. He did, he did, he did. Yeah, he, were only, he only went his kickstart. He, he went back home that day and went, love, I struggled today after that guy, what he said. I really got... he, he really pushed me. He pushed, he pushed me, pushed me, me did. Anyway... To the limit. Where's my uh, Where's my bank account? Oh, right. That's going to be three minutes up because we're running out of time. So we need to get on to Jason's gigantic um, email. Mission can serve no purpose oh, anymore. What a coincidence! Wow, that was good timing. Anyway, this has got to be quick because we are we're on the two and a half hour mark already. So he says, "Rats, I squashed my squash. No wonder squash tastes like ass." <laughs> I didn't realize. Fuck. How do we get I new listeners with emails like this? <laughs> no, but it's because of my button that'll squash up the bum story, isn't it? Uh, I didn't realise farmers personally incubated every squash. If any of you are into squash incubation, try some spicy chilli and beans before embarrassing yourself at the hospital. <laughs> Unrelated to sticking things up your rear, don't ever swallow those toys that grow when they get wet. Also in the... <laughs> That's actually quite funny. Also I don't even know what this is about. There's those things in it. You like can it's... put water on them and then they expand, though. They yeah, maybe I, know don't that, but I don't know. I don't <laughs> maybe know. you've tried it. I don't know. Also in the news today, don't eat mutton from China unless you're into roasted rat. <laughs> I have a question, mainly for the British, but for Duke as well. When I was between the ages of 7 and 14, I played baseball and we would go to Mama's Pizza after winning games. I used to play... Pat Benatar's hit me with your best shot on the jukebox every time I walked in the door. Hit me with... Later, it was the car's drive, and you might think I'm crazy when I play arcade games like Gauntlet, Asteroids, pa- uh, Miss Pac-Man, Defender, Dragon's Lair, and some pinball machines as well. That place was magical, and I wish I actually owned it today. I'm sure I'm treading old ground, but did you guys ever have a local place filled with music that was special to you that had at least one game you would always go back to? By the way, Chinny, in relation to balls in the face... Oh, shall we do the question thing first again? Chinny. Chinny, special place. For what? For, like, playing games or somewhere that was filled with music or at least one game that you would always go back to or... Uh, there used to be a shop um, down the bottom of my street where my brother used to take me to play Mortal Kombat and uh, Street Fighter. Ah... So that was always good. Um, and there's a cinema by a shopping centre called Merry Hill. And the cinema's still there, but I don't know if they have arcades there anymore. But we always that used to be a big treat, going to that arcade as well. Cool. Well, when I was, when I was a kid, um, there used to be a pub next door to where I lived. Yeah. Um, yep. Inside that pub, they used to, he used to get gate like a games thing and the first time he got one i think it was 1942 oh yeah he had for the first one um and we used to go in there and he used to let us go in the tap room even though we we're only about 13 or 14 at the time 
and he would let us go in the tap room and play games in there. So we used to do that, and they used to change it probably about once every six months. So it was so like mega exciting when it changed because it's like, what's he got now? And the one I really remember was Wonder Boy. Oh yeah, Wonder uh, Boy being there. Um, but the thing is, because we played it every single night we got so good at it like that one credit would last us like about 30 minutes you know we could play that game i ever beat um robocop the arcade game with one quarter i was so stoked yeah i remember when they got double dragon and we could like play together robocop was hard yeah it was and we used to think it like Double Dragon was so cool. Double Dragon, the, the enemies always punched you first in Double Dragon. Yeah, they did. And there's yeah. always two enemies at once. They couldn't put any more enemies on the screen than two. No. Ah, oh, so cool. Uh, anyway, as he was saying, by the way, Chini, in relation to balls in the face, yeah. I would never throw anything at you. Well, except maybe a copy of Deadly Premonition. Yeah. That said, seriously, keep a lookout for birds at Eurogamer. And back onto that topic of throwing the baseball at the co host you sold out Duke faster than a squash fart in a chilly cook-off. What's up with that? Uh, big ups to Little Acorns, the Xbox Indie on the 3DS, selling for $8. And Destructoid just scored it an 85. Vlados would be proud. Yeah, I remember playing Little Acorns. That was good. That was one of the good games on the Indies. So, Jason, thank you very much for that. And you'll be pleased to know that's all the emails this week. Five. That's quite a few. So, thank you very much for everyone who emailed. Now, I am going to just do one tweet. I'm not going to read out loads of tweets, but I am going to do one tweet. Uh, just one quick Twitter. Hit it! Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. Uh, and this one's from D. Tripney. Now, you know, David Tripney sent us an email saying he was a bit disillusioned with games and he didn't know what to do and what, what should he do. And we sort of told him to take a break or play something that he's never played before to try and spark his interest again. Yeah. So he's tweeted, Stu, you suggested I try different games as I was bored with the current releases. Absolutely loving Catherine. Oh, oh God. God. Just saying. Oh, I swear word Just in this saying. place. Bloody brilliant. No, I'm with it. No, it isn't. Only in your eyes. So, thank you, David. I am glad I could have been of service. And that is a great game. It is a great game. It's a great See? piece of shit. <laughs> whatever. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, it's time to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So, Duke, over it's to you first, please. It's time for Rapport shout-out. Hey! Yeah, my shout-outs this week include uh, the people who came to... Uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, David Bear, Peter G73, Duff Stuff. Uh, also, thanks to Jason Johnson for the Skyrim love. Um, Peter G um, made a fun comment on Skyrim screenshot. Greasy Fish Lips is setting out on another Skyrim adventure. Godspeed, dude. And I should point out that, you know what's crazy? I've, I'm almost to 300 hours on the PC. Skyrim, 300 hours on the PC. Nerd. Wow. I that's just, neat, Well, here's the part that's ridiculous. I just now realized that I could get a mod to make arrows. I've been going from city to city trying to find the best arrows. Twelve. I'll get 13 of them from you. Six here. Ridiculous. I get the mod. Bam. I got 500 ebony arrows. Ridiculous. Brilliant. Um, That's so brilliant, dude. That's fantastic, that is, mate. It's fantastic. Right. <laughs> and what was the I'm other crying. one? I'm crying. I'll good that is. I am. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, Amras sent me some free Defense Grid DLC. Thank you, dude. Oh, um, shit. No one sends me free that, shit. 
<laughs> well, Amras is very people generous. People suddenly start say. loving a game out of nowhere, and you're not on Steam. Ah, uh, fuck. Ah. Um, next Sunday's playdate is going to be Full House Poker, because that's always fun. So come on down and check it out, people. Uh, Greg's going to be And I'd like to shout out the game. Duchess for letting me use her laptop so I can play Defense Grid while we podcast. Thank you, Duchess. You rock. Um, Okie dokie. I'm going to do iTunes reviews. Yeah, we've got some of those again. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You don't want to do your shout-outs? Yo. No, this is my shout-out. Yo, yo, yo. yo. He's getting out of it. Yo, you want some I- I- iTunes reviews? Ain't got no time for shout-outs. He's getting anyway, out of it, boy, including the iTunes reviews. I share it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, this one is on the Australian iTunes to begin Good with. Good eye. Australia, Australia, whatever. We love you. No? Well, we already played that once today. No, we didn't. I'm not playing it again. We didn't play it. Yeah, we there did. We have. never played it. We played it. Have you? Anyway, he said, Australia, it's good. Australia, 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 <laughs> It's five stars. He said, it's good. You should listen to it. I do. And this is also by Digger3, who emailed us. This is a very entertaining podcast where three guys talk about gaming stuff. The chemistry between them is very good. The podcast is also backed by a great and loyal online community. We've organized playdates and other community events. The guys are not paid, so we'll give their very honest and often quite loud opinions on games. I think that we're not paid. (laughs) We don't give loud opinions. What are you talking about? And often other things as well. Very funny and sometimes educational. I found out what dogging was. (laughs) (laughs) Sure did. Good Good podcast. Download it. So Damn. there you go. Oh. So uh, that's cool. I, I always like the ones when we get them from somewhere where we're not expecting. You know, Australia is a great place, isn't it? You know what I mean? You ever been? A, a cool. Uh, no, I haven't. It's somewhere I'd like to go. No, though. I guess I'd like to go there. So there you go. So thank you very much for that. And uh, we've also got a new one in the UK as well. Right. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. You ready for this? Sense. And this one's entitled "Don't Make Me Break My Foot Off in Your Ass." Uh, and this Thanks is another five stars. Put up in your ass. And he says, was introduced to this by a friend, Burn85, a couple of years ago, and still listening. Yeah. I like the banter and the topics discussed. Presented by two Brits and an American. It's a really good show and worth a download. Try it out. So, uh, yes, how cool is that? Very cool. So, thank you very much for that. Now, the final thing I want to do, this is this is kind of a shout-out. But, you know, Chris, Ho, our friend, Chris Ho, oh. from Hong Kong. Now, now what he doesn't know is, right, that within the, um, you, you know, like the Podbean stuff, yeah, you can actually see where people listen, right. So I predict, right, and and I'd love him to write in and t- let us know he's got right. There's a little green marker, only one of them in Hong Kong, yeah, right, and it says that he lives. Let me find it. Yep, it says he lives near Wing Lee Street. Right. Yeah, this is stalkerish, mate. I know, yeah. Near Cane Road Garden. And what else is it? Uh, Blake Garden. So let us know if it's right. And also you've got green eyes. And you've also, it's green. It's you green. Have, so it's, you if, if that's where you live. Boxers there you go. I know where you live. Yeah. I know. I've got to come and look for you. Anyway. that that Kong's pretty far, though. So. Yeah, it's a bit far to go. I'm going to bother to go. So there you go. Shout out to you. Right over to you, Chini. Uh, also, you made it very awkward for everybody else that listens so you basically look just look at where they all live 
Yeah, but that's only because he's the only person. Look, yeah, but you can you find out whatever. Okay, there's do. loads of market. I can't believe that. It's only because he's the only person who listens in Hong Kong. Yeah. In the UK, there's bloody hundreds Who's of markers. You're not know, going to pick one of those markers and just find them and then just look through their bedroom window. Who's to say that? No, but yeah, it doesn't give you that accurate. It's just a green marker in the vicinity of where they live. Well, you know. Like, for instance, like, do you want to tell you another one in the UK? Shall I just do that? Um, <laughs> Hello, let me have a look. Oh, here we go. Uh, there's one in London that apparently just one. is... There's one in London. No, there's loads in London. But apparently this person lives near King's House, Russia Row. Come on down. So if that's you, if that's you, there you go. There you go. There's one. He's on to me. Um, I'm I know, I know. I know. left an iTunes review. You know why, Stu? Why? Because Why? that's because how we get noticed, out. and we love them. So I know we do love them. Keep writing iTunes reviews. If you haven't done one yet, and you've been listening for a while, just think, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to be that guy. And also, the new emailers, uh, Reese and Mark, is it? The the other new emailer that we had? I, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was Mark. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks to those guys. Yeah. For instance, for instance, there's another one here in Kingston upon Thames. So if this is you, who lives near Duke's Avenue? <gasps> so if that's you, go and leave an iTunes review now. Go and do it now. Also, I'll check if outside for Stu's. Like... That's right. If you live near Duke's Avenue in Kingston upon Thames, <laughs> you can you can go down to the new Malden Police Station and let them know I'm stalking you. There you go. That's it. Okay, and... I'm not doing any more of that now. That's a bit weird. Shout out to... That's about it. Is that it? Great. We need to get the hell out of here because this is like the longest show we've done in ages. Thanks for listening, people. Yay! Bye. 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 If you Bye. like this podcast, there is another site. Uh-huh, you, you thought you were finishing, but it's not. Net. I know. Yeah, why not extend it even more? A bunch of links to other oh, bunch of podcasts. Similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Real sound tables. Some might say that. Uh, no one says that. And of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. It is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass. I want Britain to be back British. There you go. There you go. God, that's the longest show ever. Um, I've got a request, actually, to the people who listen out there. I have got a, do you, a request. Why, why do we do extended things on the end? But no, I've just thought. No, no, I've just thought of something. How does people get their money's worth? Well, when I look right, when I look on this map, there's there's lots of people it's who listen. Money per quality, then yeah, there you go. You yeah, in countries other than the UK, America, and Australia, there's some other countries. If you're one of those people listening in another country, like the Ukraine, for instance, you've done this before. Turkey, you've you've requested. I know, but no one's ever done it, have they? Send us an email. Let us know who you are and where you're listening. Because it'd be cool to get some emails from people who that like we don't normally I get. I'm from and Ukraine. I listen to and you can to listen. learn English. So it would be uh, 
and you can write it in your own language, and I'll just use Google Translate or whatever. There's even someone, according to this, subscribes in Iceland. How cool is that? Iceland? Yeah. That's so cool. That's where all so the send us an... players are from. I all know, the that's developers. so cool. So anyway, send us an email, and I'll use Google Translate to translate it. So you don't have to write it in English or anything. Don't worry about that. I'll sort that out. But they so, clearly yeah. speak English if they hear us. But they might not be able to write English. Though. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, whatever. Just send us an email. Speak it'd be English, really cool. I can't write it. It'd be so cool yeah, to hear from someone. It's like, I bet I could speak Spanish. Yeah. And you can <laughs> join that number of sort of new emailers to the show. Let's have some of those. Anyway, that's it. So we need to yeah, go. I to bed. Bye. I know, bloody hell. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Sorry it was so long. Oh, Jeebus. Beat that, you Facebook comment junkies.